1: The following discussion is a reformatted podcast version of one of Ideas Roadshow's first 100 film conversations that's also available in video and print formats. Visit IdeasRoadshow.com for more details. Unlike many of the experts I've had the pleasure of talking to for Ideas Roadshow, I actually knew Nima Arkani-Hamid pretty well before we sat down to chat on camera. Indeed. Years ago, I even tried very hard to recruit him to the physics institute I was running at the time, Perimeter Institute for Theoretical Physics. Suffice it to say that I wasn't alone. Once it was clear that he was willing to leave Harvard, where he was made a tenured full professor at a remarkably young age, pretty well everyone tried to hire him. But the fact that Nima eventually elected to relocate to Princeton's illustrious Institute for Advanced Study was hardly an unreasonable decision and naturally did nothing to impact the respect I had for him or his work. One of the reasons I was so keen uh, to actually talk to you was I've had this, this question that was uh, rattling around in my head for some time, which is, I go into the bookstore, I look at popular science books, uh, and And I have my own feelings about the merits, the interests, the relative cases of this. And I think to myself, who should actually be writing a popular science book that that actually isn't writing a popular science book? Because there's this sense of who the people are who are driving the field, who the people are who are doing really interesting things, who are on the cutting edge. And there seems to me to be a little bit of a disconnect uh, as far as the general public's perspective as to who's really on the inside doing things and, and the information they might be getting from the, the popular world. That's completely understandable. It is difficult to sometimes look inside the sausage factory and so forth. But one of the things I really wanted to talk to you about is looking inside the sausage factory <laughs> and starting... <laughs> A prime with, sausage maker! Right. <laughs> 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 thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, it's not bad to have that as an epitaph, you know, right, prime yeah. sausage maker. <laughs> At least if it's the prime yeah, sausage right, 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 indeed, indeed, <laughs> yeah.
0: But really so, tasty sausage. So, yeah. so yeah.
1: as as a prime or the prime sausage maker, depending on on how uh, how confident you feel that day, um, why haven't you written a popular book? So here's my big question. To well,
0: you. but people ask me that this 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 question uh, a fair amount. Um, uh, part of the reason is that that well, like 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 most physicists, um, I really love talking about physics sure. and uh, and um, uh, and. I definitely enjoy giving giving public talks. I enjoy interacting with with, sure. with non-physicists about what's what's going on and you do in, it a in, lot, in the subject, right? and I do a fair amount of it. I, right. I, I I do a fair fair amount of it. So um, it is a question that uh, it's a question that 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 that, that I've thought about, um, but uh, I think um, uh, I've I've decided fairly uh, fairly strongly. Um, that, that I'm not going to do this for, for for a very long time.
1: Um, very long time, meaning, meaning meaning what? Until you're decades. old enough, old I mean, enough uh, that you can't actually contribute anymore. Well, I mean, so <laughs> this, this really
0: comes to the to, to to the main the main point. So the the, right. the, uh, the main reason that I'm not uh, uh, investing a time in writing uh, a popular book. I mean, that there, there there's a variety of reasons, but the, the most dominant reason um, is that. While it's great, it's very important for the for the general public to know what's going on. I enjoy doing it like many people many of my colleagues uh, enjoy doing it so it's 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 lots of fun. It is important um, uh, for a whole variety of reasons uh, It is not the most important thing um, certainly to me it's not i think sure. uh, um, uh, and and I think our real job is to push physics forward and right. and to uh, and to try to learn something new about the way. Nature works, and um, that's a very tough business. <laughs> that is really—I <laughs> mean, it—it it, it sounds obvious, but uh, but it, it it really is a very tough business. Um, um, and I think, uh, you know, I think there are uh, there 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 are, there are some people um, who. Uh, who, by whatever combination of their personal history and their talent or, or whatever, are very easily, not very easily, but are certainly uh, positioned or have already made very significant contributions to our understanding of the world. Now, and, and I, I mean, you know, I mean something here in a, in a, in a really serious sense. Not, not, you know, are you one of the leaders of your generation or do you have a great academic job or this or that. I mean right. things that will actually matter, right. things that will actually matter on the, 200 300 year uh, timescale if not right. longer So there are people who by by combination of talent and luck and whatever else you know have even done that already or, or you know are sort of more easily capable of doing that there are people who will never do that and uh, and I think um, uh, you know uh, our, our field uh, academia is now uh, a relatively large industry. <laughs> And it's not populated by, you know, not everyone is, is out there trying to uh, do things that will be important or, or significant on the 100, 200, 300-year timescale. Sure. And there are people who are sort of right on the bubble. Um, and I consider myself a person right on the bubble. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think it, it, it's conceivable that, uh, that, uh, that, that, that there are things that it's conceivable that I might be able to make some really important impact and, and push physics forward. It's not obvious. It's not c- completely obvious. And, um, and especially in a case like that, I think uh, um, uh, that the only thing that, uh, that's in our control, I mean, the only thing that is in my control it's is single-minded, yeah. concentrated focus sure. on the, the most important problem, the hardest problem, the most important problem that you have any hope of making some small progress on at any time. And um, and the ability to concentrate and focus like that is absolutely crucial. Um, so uh, now it doesn't mean that I don't do anything else uh, with my life. And actually, uh, giving public talks about physics and things like that is one of the things that actually relaxes me. <laughs> I enjoy doing it. It's right. it's 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 an, an enormous amount of fun. Right. Um, but i don 't think of it even remotely as my as my as, as, as my actual job Absolutely. And my, my actual job is to try to figure out something about the way the world works and, and i 've been both blessed and cursed, I think, with just the right amount of uh, of, uh, of, 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 of talent ability, motivation. To have a chance of doing it, Chris, um, yeah.
1: because Chris, because what? Because you, you feel you, could, you you'd like ten times more? Or well, what? I mean, <laughs> ten
0: ten ten times more would, would yeah, t- ten 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 times more would be would be fantastic. Um, uh, ten ten you know ten 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 times less, it would be fairly clear that I couldn't do it, and it would also lead to a very different life. Right. This is uh, it I mean, I'm, 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 no, <laughs> I'm, I mean I'm 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 mostly joking. It's, I know, it's, of course, it's, 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 uh, it's, it, it is phenomenal, um, but uh, but. Um, but but it, but it means that, that you know that the, the the aspect of this business, which is just flat out hard work, is very important to me It's sure. very very important and it's it's the one thing that I feel is really in 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 my control I, if i didn't do that i would I would sort of kick myself uh, uh forever for not having actually you know given everything i had to to, to try to actually do the things which are which are sure. really important sure so somehow that that's the thing which is i think actually important right um and everything sort of derives from there. You know, our, our, our real job should be to figure out important things about the way uh, the world works. We have huge problems, I mean, r- really dramatic, zeroth order, very important um, mysteries about the way the world works, Pe- things that anyone would be interested in, in knowing the answer to. Of course, we're, we're interested in knowing. And they're, 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 they're not questions only of interest to egghead specialists. I think they're, they're things that, right. that really matter to, uh, to, uh, to everyone. Um, and we have a chance, I mean, you know, the sort of thing also, it, developments in, in science, um, it's not up to us when big breakthroughs happen. It's not up to us. It's often big discoveries are made when it's their time to be made. Right. Um, and you could just live in, it's, you know, you could be unfortunate enough to live through one of the doldrum periods where what's going on is more or less incremental. Uh, additional, the technologies that's there, and there are an awful lot of those. But there really is a sense. I have a sense. I, I don't. It's not like sort of blind optimism. I really have a sense that, that uh, you know, uh, broadly speaking, the the the, the, the three four hundred years of of developments in physics that have brought us to this point have had to barrel through all kinds of, you know, uh, extremely important things we have to understand about the world around us at zeroth order, first to be able to finally address some of these really deep questions about you know where did the universe come from what what's the right. origin of space and time and so on and those are finally the questions that are on that are on the docket right, right? so those are finally the questions well, you, that, that, that you, we're dealing
1: you with you told me once some some years ago that in fact you know when you were a graduate student or maybe even an undergraduate there was a sense of timing things with respect to the LHC that right. uh, that, 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 right, that right. this was Th- this sense of excitement and potential to really make significant progress right. was something that you've been aware of from, from yeah, quite, absolutely. quite an early yeah yeah I mean
0: it it, it, it uh, the the uh, uh the aspect in this particular decade of of uh uh of all these wonderful experiments uh, happening of course have been delayed a little bit but um uh but it's something that that I was anticipating and played a major role in uh in right. in, in 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 pushing me in in a, in a particular direction but you know you 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 have to think of your you have to think of of, of your research career on a, on on a, on a sort of uh, on a big scale and 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 over the long term right. we have 30 40 years in which to uh to uh, to uh, to to try to push things forward from a particular uh perspective um and uh um and um uh so anyway, this is so this is this is the time. So, I mean, so it's not. So, so I, I I don't feel that this is one of these random times in the development of the history of the subject. I think mm-hmm. that it's conceivable that really, really big things are are are, are at stake, and and so right. I think that is you know making sure that we get that right is by far the most important thing that we can do as scientists. Then once we figure that out, you know, telling people about it, telling people about the, the sort of n- whatever new world view emerges from it, if we if we get there. Uh, that's going to be incredibly important, but it's really it's not you know it's not it's not comparable in uh, in uh, importance. So that's so, that's, so, so that's I get that the uh, main main reason.
1: I get yeah. the fact that it's an important time, and I get the fact that that either way it's your time, and right. and you want to be focusing your time on uh, on what you think is the most important and what you can make the most significant contribution of. And I understand that writing a popular book would take uh, a huge uh, disproportionate, arguably, amount of time from that. So in the meantime, although you do believe in the importance of communicating science and so forth and so on. Um, and so you're willing to give all sorts of public talks. As you say, it relaxes you. You're willing to let me come in here and invade your office so that you can work under the lights. So notwithstanding the fact that you do believe passionately in the importance of communicating science and scientific ideas, um, you want to focus on doing science. That all makes complete sense to me. But I guess I want to push you in, in a couple other directions, which is notwithstanding that, are we actually doing a good job communicating science? Are the popular science books that are out there reflective of, uh, of what's actually happening? Are people... Is the bargain working? I mean, if I'm some, some right. reasonably educated, curious right. 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 guy, right. Right. I don't know anything about science, I right. say, geez, I want to know what's going on at the front lines. I want to know what's happening. I've heard of the Higgs boson or whatever. Right. I've heard about these things. I want to buy a book. Am I am I really getting the right value? Am I getting somebody's pet theory because they're pushing their agenda? Am I getting a distorted account? Right. Am I, and, and. This is obviously a really, really important question, yeah. And so okay. is, it, is it actually happening? Is it working? So, so let me ask you uh, maybe a, a somewhat different question, which is if I could clone you under condition that the part of you that I cloned, the NIMA 2, uh, had to be
0: strictly devoted to doing, writing a popular book. Right. <laughs>
1: Yeah. What sort of a popular book would you write? Right. And, and, and yeah, no, and I mean
0: well I, I I can uh I can use a concrete example. So um um it it didn't used to be, I think, that that there was such a divide um between uh uh between doing serious research and doing some kind of public outreach. There there are all kinds of examples of uh of of you know, absolute frontline theoretical physicists making the biggest breakthroughs of the time Heisenberg, Schrodinger. Oh, you can go back uh, to Faraday. Faraday uh, used to oh, do these. Oh, of course. Yes, right. yes. That's right. Right. Um <laughs> turn uh, off. and um, um, and you know m- uh, George George Gamow wrote these right. uh, uh, wonderful books um Feynman famously, right? You know, but I think uh, if if I had to name my, my two favorite uh, popularizations of, of science um, uh, it would be Feynman's uh, Messenger lectures at, at Cornell that right. turned into the book The Character of Physical Law and right. Steve Weinberg's uh, book uh, Dreams, Dreams of, of the, the Final, final Theory. theory. Yeah. Right. Um, and, you know, these were written by theoretical physicists at the absolute peak of their, of their powers, you know, full-blown going through fantastic uh, research. Who are not pushing so their own agenda. Who are certainly, and in, in fact, th- but th- this, is, this is sort of exactly uh, the point. Um, and uh, I think there is, there's way too much in, uh, in 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 uh, popularizations of physics, I don't know about uh, all the rest of the sciences right. uh, uh, to the same extent, but it's certainly true about populations of, uh, of physics about the latest greatest idea, right? The 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 the, the latest trends in, uh, in in high energy physics or whatever, and I think it's a, it's a, it's just a big mistake. Um, there is not remotely enough about uh, things that we actually already amazing things about nature that we already know to be true, right. uh, um, and uh, and. Even more importantly, is a sort of meta issue about how how we find out that they're true. You know how this how the scientific method actually works, right. um, and not in this sort of uh, cookie cutter hypothesis experiment back to hypothesis. Right. You know th- these these sort of ridiculous things that 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 are so far from how things are actually done. Right. The actual story for of, of how uh, scientific discoveries are made, even how wrong hypotheses are arrived at and discarded and so on. I mean, it, it, these are rollicking. Fantastic, uh, exciting stories, um, and and we don't hear them. Um, uh, we don't. Well, at least we don't see them in in in, in most popular books. Uh, in most popular books today, I, I, if you look at, I think Feynman is a good example. So, um, uh, these lectures that he gave at uh, at uh, Cornell um, were not even about the latest greatest thing going on in in particle physics. <laughs> in uh, in uh, 1964 or 65 or right. whenever but it was that, that, that they so significantly the lecture was right. right exactly that's right which is he was in the middle of right. uh uh together with other people of uh, revolutionizing um uh, and he'd already done with the qed it wasn't even about qed mostly right. Okay. right it was uh it was about how we it was about what it sounded like the right. character of physical law he spent an entire lecture talking about uh uh you know newton's law of gravity as as, as an example of, of of what a physical uh, what a physical law looks like uh, uh, anyway, he had sort of uh, five or six, six lectures all about basic things about the way, uh, about the, way the, the world, world works. And, you know, it's amazing how much uh, really deep stuff you can, you can cover. I, I, I still find uh, things in it, I mean, to me, as, as, as a working theoretical physicist, um, which are sort of inspiring and deep and important things about the, the philosophy of how we do this business, how we actually go right. about uh, doing it. I noticed it was um, one of the few books that you
1: uh, have. I was shocked by how few books you yes, have. Yes, yes. You, right, you explained yeah. to me no. that that's because it's all <laughs> right, new. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> but that's yeah, no, one but of
0: but them. That, 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 <laughs> that is one of them. And, um, and, um, and it's also, the, the other very inspiring thing about Feynman is he was completely honest yeah. in how we discussed Absolutely. physics. Uh, um, and... Uh, you know i I was um, very very honored to uh to be asked to give the 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 messenger lectures right. at cornell uh two years, years ago now. now and um and the really the only reason i, I accept it is because Feynman had done this <laughs> so long ago and it was my very favorite uh uh tied with Weinberg's dreams of the final theory and my favorite popularization of uh, of the physics and I decided that I would try to do what he did not do which is uh which is um to talk about uh the future, you know, so uh, to talk about what, 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 what the big problems were. Right. So I, I had five five lectures, sort of uh, uh, an hour, hour and a half each. I spent the first number talking about how we got here and, 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 and the last few talking about where, where we were going. And, um, uh, and you know, in, in trying to keep to his spirit, I tried to be, you know, non-metaphorical, Honest as much as possible, actually explaining what what is going on, not not just plain plain speaking, which is part of it, but trying to actually explain really what the concepts are th- so far as, as, as possible right. um, not some caricature of the truth, but as close as, as right. possible to, to to the actual truth and you know going in, I thought it would be a piece of cake because um, because of course uh, um, uh, what what i spent a lot of my time doing, as uh, you know, in, in in my work, like like most of my colleagues, is the, the, really the only way you can make progress on hard problems is to understand the simpler things as cleanly and perfectly and beautifully as 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 as, as possible. So all the elementary things are sort of uh, in there in, in your head in in some nice you know crystalline castle that you can <laughs> that, that 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 you're happy to, to share with the world. I thought right. Um, <laughs> And, uh, um, and I also thought, because I had so much time, I'd given lots of sort of hour, hour and a half like uh, public lectures before, but right. because I had so much time, that it would be really easy to, uh, to, to, to explain it all. And it was very difficult. I had a really, really tough, tough time of it. I thought I, I did a reasonably good job. I, I would have done some things better at a... At a, uh, at a uh, I would do some what, things better what, what, the, the, the second time around well i mean there're there sort of various uh, s- uh specific things where i think um you know there, my 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 discussion um i think everything i could have sort of uniformly done a little a little more sharply and mm-hmm. a little better. I mean, the discussion of cosmology could have been a little better um uh some of the some of the discussions of uh uh how we know what we know about about quantum field theory were a little too too metaphorical using some of the standard uh Using a few too many of the standard analogies and metaphors that aren't that that that, that good. But that's a really good um, point. I mean, it's really uh, difficult, yeah, to it be able difficult. to It is difficult. That's right. Exactly. And, and and even even when I had you know not unlimited time, but a, a lot more time right. than, than 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 most people have. Now, admittedly, it was a sort of a, an, an an ambitious topic, but uh, um, uh, but um, but less uh, ambitious but in right. some of these books
1: actually. Oh, when, you, when you when
0: you look at it. Absolutely. So that's really one of the things that that, that that convinced me that if I was going to do this. And um, you know, so so here I, I sort of spent uh, uh, two weeks of my life thinking about it really hard and, and planning it out and, uh, and really doing not not much else other than and trying to try to do it right. and I think I did a I did a reasonably good job, um, uh, um, but I really learned how how hard it is. Uh, and um, so if, if you really want if you really want to do things honestly. Um, we are now, you know, uh, Feynman had to use all of his, uh, all of his talents um, to the maximum to explain things like, you know, to explain things like Newton's law and the second law of thermo- thermodynamics and, 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 and things like that. Um, Where, we're, you know, there, there are many more concepts, even more abstract uh, sure. um, that, that, that we have to get, get through now. And I think, you know, if, if, it, it, trying to do it and trying to do it in a way that's 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 honest really would be a, a full-time job uh uh for for a significant period of time. So that's that's the other thing. It's not something I think that you can do with your with your left left hand. Um if you're right-handed. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um uh but but that is what I think uh I would like to see more of. Right. I'd, li- I'd like to see uh I'd like to see a lot more of um you know uh, telling people about what we actually know to be true about the way the world works. Right. Um, and uh, there, there have been a couple of popular books in the, in the past number of years, a little bit along the, the, these, these lines. There, there was a very nice book about the, uh, just about the Big Bang by uh, Simon, Simon Singh. Simon Singh, yeah. yeah right. right. I thought that was, that was, that was an, an excellent book. Well,
1: it's um, interesting because, of course, Simon Singh, while he has a particle <coughs> physics background... He's not a practicing physicist. Right, right, So he's able to have that level of objectivity right. and that sense of this is an interesting story. I'm going to tell this story as opposed to this is my theory, this is my agenda, this is my whatever. Right. And I mean, I guess what, what irritates me the most, uh, I'm not terribly irritated by it, but I'm mildly irritated by it when I go into a bookstore and I see all these books by all these people who are obviously extremely qualified, knowledgeable people. They're not... Uh, for the most part, they're, they're very well-established people. But you can't help but get this sense of, okay, this person's pushing his new theory over here. That right. person's pushing his new theory over there. Right. And if I'm a... Um, it's also understandable if I'm a member of the general public, I want to know what's new. Right. What's, new in, what's new in politics? What's new in biology? Right. What's new in physics? Right. So I want to know. But, um, but there are two essential problems with that, uh, as I see it, in, in terms of the existing structure. If you really want to exchange information in a meaningful way, in the first case, uh, as you're alluding to what's what's new requires some reasonable understanding of what's old and what's right. been actually established right. so you right. get these books and you, and they're coming out you know all the time with all these different people and the first half of these books are all the same. All, all the same they're right. the same book it would be right. as if you'd be you'd be you know You'd want to buy a work of fiction, and the first half would be the Brothers Karamazov right, every right. single time. <laughs> Good choice. <to understand. laughs> <Well>, okay. <laughs> okay. So maybe maybe there'd be a less less yeah, impressive. Right. Maybe that's a bad example. But anyway, the, the, the right. same thing. Right. Fill in your X for, right. for right. A mediocre. What anyway? Right. Uh, established book there, and then uh, so so there's this amount of not. And then the second part of the of the frustration, I guess that I uh, that I would share, um, is. Well, you've got to have your skeptometer pretty high right. because you know why these people are actually writing this. And at the end of the day, it's this is my theory and this is my theory or this is my interpretation. Now, on the one hand, that's completely reasonable. Right. These people believe in their work. They devoted sometimes their lives or the most of their life to, to their work. So they want to tell you about that. Right. But on the other hand, if you really want to know what's new, if you really want to know what's cutting ice, they're the last people you should talk to. You should talk to somebody who has this complete well, so that sense the, of the, overview. The, the, the,
0: there are a number of aspects of this which are kind of uh, interesting. One of the problems with talking about the latest greatest thing um, or you know, whatever is going on at the cutting edge of the field is that it's changing rapidly. Uh, right. and, um, and when it's changing rapidly, uh, the whole character of, 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 of a field which is in, in tumult like this are that, that, that the, the, the principles you think are, are, are foundational will later come to be seen as derivative. Right. You often turn things upside down. Right. You know, the, the right way of thinking about things, persi- uh, it's, it goes hand in hand with it being under under intense development. The right, right way of thinking about things has not yet been uh, arrived at. Which makes it tremendously and exciting, of course. Of course it makes it tremendously exciting. Um, but it also means that uh, that, that if you have, uh, especially succe- very successful <laughs> uh, popular books that provide snapshots uh, in this process, they can freeze in um, what's later seen to be, you know, just the wrong picture uh, in, in in the general uh, public consciousness, and and that I mean that, that that can be sort of counterproductive because you end up spending a lot of time in later years undoing right. these uh, the things that were just incorrectly laid down at right. uh, at, at an earlier time. This this happens a lot. I'll, I'll give you two two. Uh, two uh, uh, examples just, just from, uh, from, from theoretical physics. One of them is string theory. So, you know, uh, Brian Greene wrote this incredibly famous and incredibly well-written uh, uh, book, uh, The Elegant Universe, on string theory. Unfortunately, from my point of view, it was written at exactly the wrong time <laughs> and then in exactly <laughs> the wrong way. Right. It was written um, a g- smack in the middle of this, uh, the famous second string revolution. And uh, maybe the most important thing that came out of the second string revolution was that, uh, unlike what people thought in the mid-'80s, which was that the big development in string theory was that particles aren't points, but they're little loops of string. and They move around. Instead of drawing these diagrams with points banging into each other, you draw diagrams of little tubes looking right. like pairs of pants and things like that, interacting and so on. Um, and they are vibrating loops of string and all of that. That, that, was, that was the cutting-edge point of view of the field in 1985. Right. But by 1997, um, by 1998, the one thing we knew about string theory was that it was not a theory of strings. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there was all sorts of other objects in it. Strings are one aspect of it. And there's something much, much deeper underneath it, something that, that in the end we understand that uh, there are these incredible dualities, that uh, uh, there are different descriptions of exactly uh, the same physics. And that, in fact, the, 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 entire, the entire sort of source of tension and drama in the 1985 way of talking about string theory that there's uh, good old-fashioned particles and, uh, and their interactions as described by what's known as quantum field theory, and then there's this big radical generalization to string theory, um, uh, we understood by 1997, 1998, that these things are not only not at odds with each other, but there are different descriptions of exactly right. the same system. Right. That's maybe the deepest insight we've had in theoretical physics in the last two decades. Right that insight was being invented and everyone was talking about it and it was like the the number one item on the agenda in theoretical physics right as this book was coming out (laughs) that, you know, promulgated the point of view of 1985. It's all loops of string, the the symphony, and and, and people playing violins (laughs) and cellos (laughs) and, you know, it just drives me (laughs) nuts (laughs) because it's completely wrong. I mean, it's totally wrong. it's not, it's, uh, it, I mean, it, when I say totally wrong, of no, course, people I still call it string theory. Sure, sure. People, strings play right. a very important role. But it missed in, the big in, point in, so at the time. It but Exactly, but there was this humongous point which was coming out, which will be remembered, you know, on the 100-year timescale. This is one of the things that will be remembered on the 100-year timescale. Right. This is a sort of culmination, from my point of view, of uh, 20th century physics, is that we have these two big developments that are handed down to us, these two revolutions in the first part of the... First part of the 20th century with relativity and quantum mechanics. They have their sort of peaks with uh, relativity on, on, on one hand, the idea of space-time and, and, and gravity. And with relativity and quantum mechanics, on the other hand, culminating in quantum field theory, these two pillars seem to be, you know, fighting each other. And then uh, at the end of the 20th century, we realize that they are actually different descriptions of the same thing. This is an incredible fact.
1: So where were you, and it, why didn't you? Why didn't at the time, why didn't you write some big op-ed for the New York Times, take one day out of your life and say everybody's well, missing the point? Well, and, uh, I mean, so
0: actually, for, 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 for one thing, um, uh, um, I was not one of the people contributing to this at, at the time. I was a bystander. Um, absorbing it and trying and trying to, uh, to to understand it, and and for another thing, you know, really, what when you're a s- smack in the middle sure. of all these developments, it's it's the same kind of thing. You don't know what else what else there is. Sure. I, mean, I want it to it be accused uh, uh, so right? Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> uh, no, but but um, no, of course, of course, Brian's a very smart guy. He sure. knows this. He's written a whole series of books afterwards that keeps sort of backing into. More and more <laughs> of this, of these things that 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 we've learned, but in a sense it's too late. Right. <laughs> it's uh, now we have sort of hardwired into uh, into the public perception is that uh, the this, this stupid picture that it's all about these little uh, points, not not loops, and it just uh, and that's not what will be remembered. That's not uh, that's not that's not eternally significant uh, the, the the way. That this uh, that this amazing equivalence between these different theories is actually eternally so significant. That so, so let me say, so, oh, so that uh, so that's that's uh, and there, there there are more mm-hmm. examples like this. Something which is getting more more popular recently, partially because the Higgs has been discovered and, and there's right. uh and 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 particle physics is uh, is getting a lot more attention, um, is that uh, there there are more and more people trying to explain quantum field theory uh, in. Uh, in a way that uh, is, accessible. Uh, is accessible. And here, you know, my, my buttons are being pushed again because they're, uh, they're, 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 uh, they're explaining a point of view about the subject, which is sort of 30, 40 years old, and which is almost certainly not going to be the way we think about it in right. the future. And again, we're in the middle of some radical re-understanding right. of, of what this, this thing is uh, really about. When I say in the middle, You know, uh, there there have been lots of remarkable developments in our understanding of what quantum field theory really is that go back 20 years. And uh, and from lots of different points of view, we're learning more and more about it. But the one thing which is almost certainly not going to be (laughs) is that really the big deal is that there are these fields (laughs) and fields, there are these particles that are excitations of the field. How often have have you heard that uh, recently in discussions of the Higgs and so on, right? So and, and and it's, I mean, again, it's not wrong in the sense that that's one language. It's one, one way of talking about it. Isn't this just grabbing the easy metaphor? Uh, Is
1: yeah. it, isn't this grabbing the easy metaphor without trying to um, give people a sense of, uh, I mean, isn't, isn't it sort of the easy way out? I, I, well, I, would say, I, isn't
0: think, it? I think actually... Um, uh, the two things that I'm talking about aren't even, they're, they're not as bad as the easy metaphor. There's also the easy metaphor which is really bad. So we can we can come to the really lousy <laughs> things in a second. Right. Uh, these things aren't actually lousy. Th- these things are, you know, uh, at the appropriate time that they, they uh, uh, which is not now. Right, the appropriate time they were right now they just At the appropriate time they were right in the sense that that's, that's what, the, that's what the, right. the people actually at the cutting edge thought was the most important thing about what was going on. But again, that's, that's why these are frontier subjects, and they change. Uh, part of the, part of the, part of the, part of the, one of the deepest things that, that we know about physical laws, uh, which actually Feynman emphasized in these lectures, is that they have lots of different ways. The same laws can be described and talked about from many, many different philosophical starting points. Mm-hmm. And which one you emphasize is, uh, can start off being a matter of taste, uh, but it's actually important to discover all the different ways there are of talking about it because of all those different ways, you know, one of them is best suited to hooking on to the next level of, right. Uh, of uh, description. Right. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, we've learned the hard way many times not to over-invest in our, in our interpretation of what the actual equations are, the words we wrap around them. Um, the words we wrap around them change, the sort of invariant content stays, stays, stays the same. Um, but uh, but but, different words become possible later, and sometimes those different words are deeper they 're they're, 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 they're more important um, but of course, in talking especially in talking to the, to the general public, you have nothing but the words, even when the words are as honest as they can be, they can be uh, it 's hard to make them uh, it 's hard not to make them misleading. And also hard not to make them eventually wrong. Right. Um.
1: So by, by by taking what I what I call before the lazy metaphor, right. I can paraphrase, which is really the out of date metaphor, the way of looking at things which is no longer appropriate. Right. You're doing more than just. Uh, you're doing a, a more egregious sin than 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 just invoking uh, an older-fashioned way of looking at the world. You're you're actually doing a disservice to the entire process exactly. of, of how I, this actually
0: evolves exactly and, and exactly. And so the, this is really the, the, the I mean this is really the second point I I, I wanted to make is that uh, the 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 entire language that, that people are interested in the most recent and most most exciting thing. Um, uh, the whole language is wrong when it comes to science. The whole concept is wrong when it comes to science. We're not doing anything different, in in kind or or in spirit or in really in substance and structure, than what Newton was doing, what Galileo was doing, what all of our right. predecessors have been doing the whole time. It's one of the most wonderful things about working in this subject. I mean, you, you really there there's a seamless connection to all these inc- all of our incredible heroes going back right. uh, hundreds of years. And you don't feel like you're doing something. To, oh, yeah, the tools are different. We have computers. You know, we have graduate students <laughs> <laughs> we have. Uh, but, uh, but 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 the, the basic process and the and the essential points, uh, uh, the way you think, the way you work, um, uh, are really the same. And um, uh, this idea that it's only exciting when. You learn about the latest thing it just, 's just totally wrong that, 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 that the latest thing is just the, there 's this, there's this incredible architecture that 's being built up over centuries, and all of its rooms are magnificent you know all of its, all the pieces that are that have been constructed already are, are sitting there these, they're these jewels of our understanding of how the, how, the, how the world works and you know it's like going to some fancy museum and insisting on going to the room that's under renovation in <laughs> order to see what, what, what's going on. It's sort of crazy, right? right? And you can go to the, you know, there, there are all the other things that are just fantastic and beautiful and sitting there. The important thing is the artistry, the, 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 and the important thing is the sort of strength and robustness of the architecture and how nothing could be a little different without crashing the, 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 the entire structure. Those are the things to marvel at. Those are the things uh, to understand. And... Um, and by the sort of incessant focus on, on the part which is under renovation, you're, you're, it's really you're, you're highlighting the sideshow um, uh, without, uh, without making it clear what it's, uh, uh, the, the kind of uh, intellectual foundations and, and, uh, that, that that is being built on. And that's, you know, t- that's right.
1: that, well, it, I'm sorry, I'll come back in a sec, but that, that's terribly frustrating if you're somebody who, I mean, who's passionate, who cares about, about science and about physics and about, and about uh, understanding the, the character of physical law, to, to, to quote Mr. Feynman. Um, because at some level, you, you'd like to shout this from the rooftops. You think this is the most important thing in the world. Um, and at some level, the general public, not just the general public, but the general public who are sufficiently interested right. that are actually going to queue up and pay 30 bucks or right. whatever right. it is to actually buy one of these books, um, are somehow missing the point. I mean, they, they, at some level they're missing one of the most fun, they're going into this one room in the, in the museum, this weird sort of room in the museum and right. so forth, and, and and you think, gosh, if you can't connect and, and transmit some of those fundamental aspects to those people, well, that's, that's, a, that's a frustrating state of affairs. To yeah, be
0: that, that's, that's, I think, a, a real missed miss opportunity. I mean that. Um, I think that there there's a little bit of uh, I'm not saying this is uniformly true of uh, people who spend a lot of time popularizing science, but 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 I, I, as a general statement, I think it, it's it's it has some some truth to it. Uh, I think there's a little too much general generally speaking, there, there's too much condescension to to uh, the general public when it comes about when it comes comes to science. Um, people aren't stupid and people aren't lazy. Um, at least the people who are going to sure. really—some really, people are. Some people not are. But and not but most but, of but, of but, but yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, my, my my attitude is that is that it's, uh, the people who are going to be lazy in this way aren't aren't right. relevant to the discussion Absolutely. anyway. Right. Absolutely. Um, you know, another one of my favorite uh, popular physics books, um, uh, favorite because it's actually it's where I started learning cosmology myself. I mean, uh, as a graduate student was uh, another book by Steve Weinberg, The First Three Minutes, right. which is a, uh, about sure. about the, uh, the Big Bang. That
1: was actually and one, uh, one yeah. of the first big, I think, popular science books, that in my recollection, so I'm just speaking off the top of my head, but my sense was that was one of the first really popular, successful, technically popular science
0: books. Yeah, well, that, you know, it's is a beautiful short sure. book, and uh, it's another one of these things that masterfully explains things perfectly accurately. Right. Um, and it says in in, in the introduction that uh, that you know this book is going to take work and and his, uh, and his target o- audience is some like uh, you know tough old economist or someone who really wants right. to figure out what 's going on right. and is willing to sit there and sort through and sift through actively struggle with the uh, material um, and I think there are people like that out there there, there, sure. there are people like lo- there are lots of people like that out there and I think uh, uh, and they they uh, and th- they're somehow the, the the people we really need need to reach, they're are the people who, who I think uh, would 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 benefit from understanding, uh, the general structure of how we work, and also you know something about the more the more specific things that that that, that we're doing lately. I mean that book was another example of talking about very established you know mm-hmm. standard by that time physics, um, but uh, but as I said it was uh, there the, the, there are standard graduate textbooks in the cosmology, um, and when I was a graduate student I, I started uh, picking them up and I couldn't make head or tail from them. <laughs> uh, uh, so I actually went back and I, and I read, read the first three minutes and right. I got it. And I right. got the sort of picture and, uh, and, and I, 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 I uh, went on um, from there. This, um, whole,
1: this whole question about the process of, of, of science and understanding the culture and understanding really uh, not just what's motivating these people in terms of did they have a great teacher and such and such. I don't, I'm, I'm right. talking about how the how the work is actually done and and, and and what's actually happening inside the sausage factory, as you we were saying before? I mean, that is something that, that whether or not they're actually receiving that information, the sorts of people who would be reading these books are actually very, very interested in. I mean, when when I set up these lectures, and and um, at the institute years ago, and and there were all these people who were coming, and again, the same same I think profile as you mentioned, the tough old economist or somebody who's. Who's uh, maybe they weren't all tough old economists, probably not, but they were they were people of that of that genre right? Right. who were who were intelligent, curious, motivated, passionate. They they get up on a rainy Tuesday evening or whatever it was, and they they'd go and they'd hear right. someone talk about this, and and at some very simple level. What a question that the, these people wanted answered is: What are these people
0: actually? Exactly. Exactly. What do exactly. they, they right, do? Right, this big building. Right. Yeah. And there are these guys. Right. And
1: what the heck are they doing? Yeah. That, I mean
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that's that is. Uh, I think, in in well, I can speak for myself. Sure. Speaking what do you from do from do all day? day? No, no. I <laughs> mean, I mean, I can speak for my twelve, thirteen-year-old self. Right. That's what I would want that's what I wanted to know. Right. that's really <laughs> desperately what, what, what I wanted to know because I knew this is what I wanted to do with, with, with my life roughly, but what do you actually do? I mean you go you like pick up a piece of paper, you start scribbling. <laughs> you know what, what, what do you actually do? How do you know how do you know that there, right. there, 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 there's anything to it um, and uh, um, and uh, yeah, I think I, I found that as well. I found that in, in uh in 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 interacting with, with the general public um, uh, the more insight you give them into how things are actually done, the more excited they are. But actually done means at a very, at a very sort of nitty gritty mechanical level. What you actually, what you actually do, how you go about, uh, how 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 you go about, uh, how you go about doing it. Um, I think, uh, you know, that, that there's there's kind of an. Um, uh, actually, maybe, maybe for before I come back to this point, I I want to come back and say. One more thing, uh, because you, you sure, said you, sure. you, you said the word cult- culture, It just uh, uh, reminded me of something, um, uh, which is sort of one of the I don't know it's one of the it's one of the it's one of the catchphrases, which is uh, which which goes along with this uh, new way of uh, 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 of uh, popularizing science, which uh, as, as we said, it seems seems. Um, um, it's not the way it was thirty or forty years ago it it, 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 even. it it's even it's it's and that that's that's this this the the kind of phrase uh you, you you hear a lot that sort of science is culture science is part of culture or science is culture um, um well science is culture science science is just it's it's part of the general culture of uh, humanity and of course this is true to some extent i mean that's uh um, but I don't think it's true. Any- oh, in fact, th- th- there's even, I think, a magazine, one of these uh, well-intentioned, Seed, Seed, yes, that's right, which has this, I think, science this is, is yeah, science, science, yeah, science really right. right, so, and th- this, um, a- a- and th- this is another one of these phrases that, 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 that really bothers me, because there's a sort of vacuous sense in which it's true. Everything sure. is pa- part of culture. Sure. We're all part well, of culture. Well, it's tautological, right? It, it's, it's hard to think <laughs> of something which, which, which is in culture. It's hard to think of something which is in culture. Um, but there's a profound sense in which it's false. Yeah. And the profound sense in which it's false is that science is really one of those things that's independent of culture. Now this is part of the point. We're discovering things that are actually out there. We're discovering things involving... Realists? Sure, no. uh, oh, I had no uh, idea. I <laughs> wouldn't have come here then. <laughs> <laughs> No, v- v- very much so. We're, 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 we're after truth with a capital T. Yeah. We're, we're things that it doesn't matter if you're Japanese or Zulu right. or <laughs> Korean. Or German, or American, right. you know, that that that, or, that, or that lived as, a hundred or, years or, ago, or or, 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 or will live 100 a hundred years from years now, or live in Alpha Centauri, right. you know, it, that 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 we're after things that that are actually independent of culture. Right. That's that's sort of the point that they're they have this sort of eternal sense of them, that has nothing to do with the ups and downs of uh, of of, uh, of ne- never mind our our day to day culture. Also, the ups and downs of who's fighting who, what who's killing who, what what's going on. Th- right. These are all. You know blips on on the on on the kind of time scale that 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 uh, that 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 we think about, and there are also even blips uh, you know in in the relative scale of importance of truth that we're uh, we're uh, talking about so I think it's sort of demeaning uh, to science to make it part of culture in that in that sense so that so
1: if I can interject because I think there's there's, there's another thing which has always frustrated frustrated me um, and w- w- which which i I suspect you might find a, a resonance with, which I think is somewhat linked to this. And so there's a sense of, if I'm a journalist and I hear a politician say X, well, you know, I wanted to get this piece of legislation through, but those guys on the other side, they stopped me. You're thinking, well, that's just one perspective. There are two sides to every story, right? Right. And there's always a sense there are two sides. And of course, in their world, there are two right. sides to every story because you're, having, you're dealing with one camp who's always trying to convince the other camp. Right. And the sense of, well, there may be some objective truth somewhere, just right. like there may be some objective historical truth, but we'll never actually be able to determine right. what right. it is, and so we don't have access to right. it. And so that's their world in which they live. Um, and it's understandable that they come to those conclusions. But the scientific world is different than that. And it's different in the sense that, of course, we may make mistakes. Of course, we have theories that, that, uh, that, that become modified and then we realize we're wrong and that become overthrown. But the difference is, you can't just overthrow something holus bolus. Right. If you overthrow something, you have to explain why this theory worked successfully for right. so long before and right. under these circumstances, so you have to modify it. And that actually is something which, which means there aren't two sides to every story. If somebody right. comes along and says, well, I think, I think X, and somebody else says, no, you're just completely wrong. Well, you, right. there is no possible world that you can move to their particular theory if it doesn't explain what's already happened and right. if it's not sufficiently comprehensive. Right. And so you see this in all sorts of issues that I think are directly relevant to a lot of people. You see this in, in something like global warming, right, where you've had a scientific consensus which has been building for a long period of time and whether or not, you know, it's true or not true or whatever, you have increasing number of people who give scientific arguments for this. And then you have people in the media who say, right, well... The, the, we have we have expert number A doing this, so we have to find somebody, even if they're one in a thousand or one in a hundred thousand or one in whatever, who says something completely different because we have to give a balanced view. And it's not the it's they don't approach it with the sense of okay, here is the growing consensus. Why is this the growing consensus?
0: What, well, that that's that's I think uh, the, the 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 case of global warming is I think particularly complicated because there 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 is I think. Uh, there's there's politicization of that right. of that scientific issue o- on all sides now, and uh, I mean I'm I'm not an expert myself, uh, but, uh, but 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 I, I, I take the I take the uh, right. The, uh, so global the, warming uh, maybe the, uh, it's very complicated. Maybe, yeah, right, right. maybe it was but a bad I think example. That, yeah, but um, but uh, but but it, it is definitely true that, that that there is a sense there there definitely is a sense of right and wrong in, right. There, there is a sense of right and wrong in 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 science. Um, and you know the, the sense of right or wrong is, for the many of the reasons you're, you're, you're saying, and, and some others that maybe we can we can get to, is is even more nuanced than uh, and, and deeper than uh, people realize. That there is, of course, there's there's the most there's the most obvious sense that in the end it's experiment that decides. So we do have this uh, arbiter right. uh, that we all agree, and there's no there's no fights or disagreements about that. Um, uh, but even in subjects like like where we're, we're at in theoretical physics now, where some, some questions are being uh, probed experimentally, some questions mm-hmm. are, aren't uh, really able to be probed uh, experimentally for a long time. Um, even in situations like that, we have, we have well-defined notions of right and wrong and well-defined metrics for progress. We can, we can agree on right. some notion of truth with a capital T, and the, the, the second thing isn't true in all fields, uh, in all parts of science, but it is true in, in, in our part of science, in, 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 in fundamental physics. And, um, and, it's, and it's because uh, we've come to such an astonishingly good and powerful description of the way the world works already. We don't know the theory of everything, um, but uh, we were handed some general principles in the 20th century, the principles of, of relativity and uh, quantum mechanics. And it turns out that even if we didn't look at the way the world looked outside, and if we didn't look to see that the world has gravity, it has light, it has these other forces that that, that we discovered uh, uh, and understood in the early 20th century, if we just took these general principles, just the general principles of relativity and quantum mechanics, and tried to figure out what could the world look like, just mathematically, taking those important physical principles, following them to their logical conclusion, it turns out to be astonishingly constrained. it, the only things that could, whatever the underlying theory is, we, we don't know what it is, we, 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 even, we even suspect that incredibly basic things like space and time have to break down when we get down to Planckian distances, minuscule distances, 17 orders of magnitude smaller than any distance that we'll probe in our lifetimes, so there are clearly enormous things that, that we're missing. But these two general big principles uh, tell us enough uh, that, that, that what the world looks like at sufficiently large distances is relevant to uh, anything that we might be able to, 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 to probe.
1: My sense is, from, from what you're saying, the very fact that we have such a deep understanding, the very fact that we have almost a miraculously deep level of understanding, notwithstanding what we don't know, um, that to me does not very often get communicated to right. people. And 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 when I hear not not to seem overly sycophantic because you know there are lots of things about you that drive me crazy but 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 when I hear your public uh, that was a joke when I hear your public uh, <laughs> <But> that's, uh, <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll talk about it later <laughs>
1: <laughs> when I hear your public talks that's that's the way most of them begin it's like this is what we know and this is this is phenomenal and 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 show the agreement be between theory and experiment it's, it's, and and really stress the fact that yeah, we've been stumbling along for for a very long time, but we, and, and we don't pretend to have everything worked out, and there are all sorts of really exciting things that we don't know. But let's step back and understand this process and where it has led.
0: Well, that, that, that's why I think that the, the, the current period in, in, in the development of physics is so important and, and so exciting. On the one hand, uh, we are building off a stupendous foundation. I mean... The, um, uh, again, you take relativity and quantum mechanics. It almost completely dictates what the world around us can possibly look like. Right. It, it 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 gives us a tiny menu of possible particles we can we can we can have out there. Uh, the kind of interactions that they can have are essentially dictated by by these two, 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 two principles. And and almost all the sort of uncertainties about what the actual world around us uh, look like, all the freedom. Uh, comes in the choice of a small menu of particles and a small menu of interaction strengths, and this is uh, and and that's it. We can't have uh, twelve thousand different kinds of right. species and different kinds of uh, uh, you know uh, crazy particles and crazy interactions. That um, the world is forced to be built out of very simple building blocks that are glued together in in very very simple ways. So that's uh, that's that's an that's an a, a, a amazingly strong foundation, and it works. We know we we know it's right. Um, so uh, this is something that's, that's really beautifully explained in in, in, in Weinberg's writings but uh, but and, and, and I'm borrowing his 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 phrase but, uh, but but it's remarkable that we take these these two basic principles and there's just a there's an amazing inevitability a, fe- a feeling of inevitability about what things can then look like right. consistent with them the fact that they reproduce what the world around us looks like in it's all its gross features is just is 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 absolutely astonishing right. um, on the other hand, that there's a there, there's a uh, that, that this this inevitability is 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 associated with this uh, this fascinating dual properties that 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 our laws of physics have. On the one hand, they're amazingly rigid. So uh, again, the inevitability and rigidity follow from each other. Sure. On the other hand, they're they're extremely fragile. Um, uh, by which I mean, we take these two basic principles for granted: the principles of relativity and quantum mechanics for uh, for, for 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 granted. But if we were to modify any one of them a tiny bit, everything falls apart. So, so they're very fragile uh, to modification of the of the foundational principles. But once you take the foundational principles, they're incredibly rigid in what you're actually allowed to, to get out of them. And this is, I think, really the first time in, 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 in you know, the, 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 the middle of the 20th century, or when these ideas were finally really appreciated, you know, closer to the mid-70s or so, uh, even later than that, maybe. Um, was the first time that we've had such an all-encompassing, powerful framework to uh, think about physics. Really, for the first time, we understand the things we, under, uh, we have a good control of the things we understand and a very good characterization of things that we don't understand. So, um, so that's, that's what's so exciting, that, that the foundations are incredibly strong. On the other hand, the, the mysteries are, are humongous, and they, 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 they tell us that, that, that something dramatic has got to give... In some aspect of these, uh, of, uh, of 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 how these of of, of how these ideas work together, um, and and I think that's something which which isn't uh, which, which isn't appreciated. That that the rigidity is not something which is appreciated. I think uh, there is some sense that especially theoretical physicists, un- unencumbered by data from experiment, are just out there. Inventing leprechauns and fairies and, and nymphs and dryads right, around right. every corner, <laughs> and every crazy idea you have is something that that, that, that you put out. And um, and uh, first of all, and and secondly, um, associated with that, that of course we all agree, we all agree, experiment decides. But until experiment decides, everything uh, goes. Everything goes. Right. Everything. Le- leprechauns and nymphs and dryads are all on 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 the same footing. And it just is not like that. I mean, the the, 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 the incredible rigidity that, that we have in, 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 in our framework makes it almost impossible to come up with a new idea. Mm-hmm. It is very hard to uh, to modify things in any way without ruining everything. So where does this and come so, from, you think?
1: Right. Where, where, where does this lack of appreciation uh, of your leprechauns and nymphs and dryads and everything goes and... and, and oh, you and mean where, where, the, where
0: does that... Well, I think, the general I think,
1: public consciousness. Oh, I think, I,
0: think, I think it's because... Uh, uh, honestly, I think it's because there's this basic fact of... The science, which is not explained. I mean, the, this. There. I mean, it's explained in Weinberg's books. Right. I mean, anyone who, you know, uh, I'm. I'm happy to walk around and hand Dreams of the Final Theory to anyone <laughs> I meet and say, "This read is it. my philosophy." <laughs> you know, please read it. There you go. There's like, your, there's well, your well, popular well, book. Well, you we'll just mean, haven't read it. I read that. Well, No, no, no. My my, 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 my my popular book will be one page. Read Steve <laughs> Weinberg's Dear <laughs> Dear Reader. <laughs> welcome to my book. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you can share yeah, extra right. proceeds with uh, him? So it be a profit <laughs> no, no. Well, uh, no, uh, no. Steve doesn't need. Uh, I, I really doubt he needs. Uh, sure. He needs extra, extra. Ex- he needs the uh, proceeds. But, um, uh, but, um, but I really think that that's it. I mean, that this is an extraordinary fact about the way the world works. That is, that is not. You know, again, and it's related to the fact. It, it's really related to to some of these other. I, I was talking a, a little while ago about, about uh, the, the, the sort of new trend of people starting to discuss quantum field theory. Right. Right. Now, how do people do it? They say, oh, there's particles out there in the world, but we think of them as excitations of a field right? I mean, that right there. Right. We think of them as, it seems to open up, a humongous zoo of possibility. Well, you think of them that <laughs> way. You know, maybe there's some other way of thinking about them. And, uh, and, you know, okay, it's been successful, great, you agree with experiment, maybe that's what you tell us. Yeah. But, you know, that there's all this sort of, uh, we, 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 we always confuse the language with which we describe phenomena with the phenomenon th- themselves. And that's one of the deep lessons of uh, really since you know quantum mechanics shoved this down our our throats ultimately, but we really we've been digesting this lesson in in theoretical physics more and more and more that that uh, that you should not confuse the language with which you describe the phenomenon with the The phenomenon phenomenon itself, and when you focus on the phenomenon itself, you know there aren't these fields actually that that these fields are are all in our head. Uh, That's one of the annoying things about this (laughs) way of of talking about things. Ultimately, there isn't a photon field. There is a, you know, there is a detector. It measures photons. Right. It goes click, click, <laughs> click, click. It doesn't go... <laughs> it goes click, 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 click. Little photons come in. Their, little, uh, their, their electrons come in. Things are made out of particles. And, um, and and there is something you can ultimately do with them. You can take them. You can scatter them. You can bang them into each other. Some go in. Some some go out. Click, click, click. <laughs> go out. Click, click, click. Go in. And And ultimately, you want... You want some some formula to like tell you when when all the clicks are going to happen and the frequency with, with 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 all these clicks happen. The world is quantum mechanical, so we can't predict exactly what happens next, but we can predict probabilities for various things coming out when we when we collide uh, uh, some some set of particles going in, and um, and so uh, that's already uh, one really important thing to uh, to to uh, to stress that there is some object in the end that uh, you have to be able to predict what, what happens, at least probabilistically. Right. If, if, you, if you bring together any collection of particles, you have to be able to predict consistently what happens out. Right. And there's very stringent consistency conditions on right. this. And, and the constraints are they have to be compatible with the laws of relativity, and they have to be compatible with the laws of quantum mechanics. Being compatible with the laws of relativity means that you have to get the same answer no matter what frame of reference the, uh, this, this, this collision happened in. And being compatible with the laws of quantum mechanics means that all the probabilities have to add up to one. <laughs> and you would think that these are simple constraints to satisfy, but they're they are not. They're in- enormously difficult. And uh, wh- one of the fascinating things is, it's really, it's, it's relativity and quantum mechanics together that make it so so constrained. You could easily imagine a world what, without relativity. Yeah, right, right, you could easily imagine a world without uh, quantum mechanics, and things would be tremendously less constrained. It's the existence of both of them that makes it seem, in fact, you know, if if... if, if 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 it was me, if if I were God, and I was given the principles, or a sub-God, and I was given the principles of relativity and quantum mechanics by the actual God, and said, go, build a world. I'll say, sorry, I can't do it, (laughs) you know, (laughs) no, this is just impossible, I'm sorry, you know, they they seem almost completely incompatible with each other, and it's very, very few uh, theories that actually manage, uh, very few, no, I'm even making a mistake, it's not even a question of theories, it's very few possible, in in the end, consistent interactions and consistent pictures you can have for, you know, uh, the probabilities for things coming in and and going out that are compatible with relativity and, and, and quantum mechanics. And this has nothing to do with the language with which we use to describe it. People found one language with which to describe it, you know, back in the 20s and 30s and 40s, and it got developed a lot. Uh, that's the language where there are fields and uh, particles or excitations of the field and so on. But we've also known for 50 years that there's nothing deeper fundamental about those, those, those fields. In fact, one of the early things people understood 50 years ago is that you might call it one field and I might call it another field and we'd agree on the actual processes even though the underlying, th- the actual fields we right. chose to describe them are different. So there's nothing deep about this idea of, of, right. of, of, of fields. Um, you can back up and talk about the actual, but again, I, I, I wanna stress anyone, you know, anyone outside the mainstream of theoretical physics, anyone is invited to come make a contribution to the furtherment of, uh, <laughs> of, uh, of our understanding of fundamental physics. Let's say for the famous problem of putting gravity and quantum mechanics together. Of course, an awful lot of nonsense is, is said about this, 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 this problem as well. Um, that the problem is that gravity describes the world at large, quantum mechanics describes the world at small, and we don't know how to put them together. It's another piece of, it's just completely wrong. <laughs> of course, we can say the word gravity and quantum mechanics in the same sentence. That would be insane if we couldn't do that. Um, the problem is that we don't understand what's going on in incredibly short distances. That's, that, that's uh, not that we can't say the word gravity and quantum mechanics in the same sentence, but here too, th- th- this, is, this is a famous topic in which uh, people think everything is ruled by fashion, and, uh, and um, you know, some people like string theory, some people like loop quantum gravity, some people like something else, and experiment is gonna decide, so it's all just a big, uh, you know, people are gonna right. argue for it's ages about and dryads right. and exactly. leprechauns Exactly, Lim- nymphs, nymphs, and, lap- and, and leprechauns. But again, it, it's not like that. That there is actually, th- there is a formula that we're after. There's a formula that all of us are after. You, gravity's important, so we're interested in interactions of ordinary particles with, with gravitons. And, you know, this isn't quite our universe, but we'd be happy, we'd be very, very happy with a with, with formula of the type that, that, that I'm telling you. You want to take ordinary particles, maybe gravitons, and collide them at very high energies, and figure out what are the probabilities for things to come out. And all we ask is that they're compatible with the <laughs> principles of relativity, the principles of quantum mechanics. That's it. Please, you know, provide that formula. It's something. It, it's it, uh, of course it's, it should be a little bit. It, it'll be a little involved because you can send anything in that you want, anything out that you want. But uh, but but there is a that there is a there's a very sharp mathematical sense of right and wrong even without one experiment and that's because we know uh, we know from experiment and relativity and quantum mechanics and they as a proxy are such a powerful constraint on, on yeah. how on how the world works so that is a formula which is missing for actual quantum gravity in our actual universe you know they've they come up with that with that formula which uh, is compatible with relativity and quantum mechanics. If you can come up with it, you have a candidate for a theory. That's the test. Right. That is a test, even without even without experiment. Just a theoretical test. Right. That is a theoretical test that string theory passed in its early days, <laughs> and that we've learned more and more and more about since. That's why people got so excited about it, right. and that it involved some at the time some some uh, some 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 modification of the standard rules and the standard pictures for what people thought. These probabilities could look like compatible with the principles of, of relativity and quantum mechanics. As I said, you know, it seemed like a much more radical departure in the 80s than it does now. Now, now we see that in fact it's just another another aspect of this right. uh, of this general union of uh, of uh, of these two great uh, principles. But um, and that's that's just one example. But but the, the the in other words, it's physics. There's no doubt it's physics. It's about physical questions. <laughs> um, But you can also turn it into into a mathematical problem with a with a yes no answer, and um, and and that's that's not something we could have done 150 years ago. It's it's a reflection of our great understanding of 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 the world now, that uh, and our sharp understanding of the world now that we can actually um, we 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 can uh, we can formulate questions. with well-defined answers, and if we had the answers, we'd know a lot more about the way about the way uh, the world works. Um, right. And that, but, but you see, we, we just spent 20 minutes talking about it and it's not, and it's at, at a relatively abstract level. No, it's you, it's you, you'd have to, you know, to, to really be convincing, I'd, I'd, I'd have to show you what some of these formulas look like. Sure. I'd have to show you how you go about getting them, how sure. it doesn't matter that someone can, can say that it's particles or an excitation of a field and someone can say something else right. and we actually all end up on exactly well, the same Well, under- you have to show the constraints.
1: You have to show the process. But you'd have yeah. to do that in a popular, I was just going to say, yeah. the good news is, that if we make this interview long enough, uh, that'll be your popular book. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> because I mean, yeah. this is this really is the core message, right? That you're trying. Right. And then the question of well, how do you how do you really convince people? What level of detail do you have to go in to convince right. people of the claims that you're making? Well, that's the same problem that anybody who would write a popular book would have as well, except they would
0: obviously be. in print yeah, l- I mean, uh, uh, let me give two two examples along these lines, which I think mm-hmm. are 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 really interesting, illustrating you know mm-hmm. two different points. One of them is um, one of them is is, is the is, is the power of this kind of thinking in, in predicting new things, and the other one is uh, is 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 strongly uh, illustrating this point about fragility and also how we can not only predict things that are right but also know ahead of time that things are wrong <laughs> uh, and how this right. this does eventually get uh, confirmed by, by by experiment so uh, the first story has to do with the Higgs particle. So you know everyone was very excited. The Higgs is uh, is uh, discovered, um, but any decent theoretical physicist knew the Higgs had to be there, more or less where it was found for a long time, for, for at least twenty years. Um, uh, I once bet a year's salary in talking to some uh, reporter as a joke uh, that the Higgs would be discovered, and it and it ended up in some article, and you would not believe the number of crackpot emails I got <laughs> picking me up on this bet. Um, but but I meant it and uh, it Did, you get, did, uh, you, did, you, did you, you get
1: the salary then? Uh, no. no, no, So you just bet. You just bet in case you lost. That's how. That's, yeah. that's, that's
0: not right. I mean, it was. smart. Yeah, no, I mean, I but I mean, I was completely sure that Obviously. that that the right. Higgs would would be there, and it was just uh, illustrating the point. Sure. Um, but uh, but but it's it's a really nice example of uh, of, of of how these how, how powerful these general principles are and 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 how things work. Um, uh, I mentioned before that 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 uh, that 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 the general principles of, of, of relativity and quantum mechanics tell us more or less broadly how the world uh, looks around us, but I- if you if you really carry out this 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 program to its to its end, um, uh, you, you you discover in, in more detail that that the only kind of particles so one of the, one of the important features that 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 elementary particles have is they have some some spin that they're they're like little tops so they have some angular momentum. In their direction of motion or opposite to their direction of motion, you discover that the only consistent theories that you could have um, can only have. Well, first of all, they can only have elementary interactions involving three of these particles. Not much, much more complicated interactions involving seventeen of them or many, many more of them. Right. But that in the end, you could really build all the things that matter. You could build just out of three, 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 uh, about these little stick, stick figures. And secondly, that the only spins they can have are zero, one half one, three halves, and two. For very good reasons, they have to be multiples of a half, but, uh, but you can't have 17 halves, 33 halves. Um, it, it can only be this tiny menu, zero, one half, one, three halves, and two. A uh, spin two has gotta be unique, that's associated with uh, gravity. Um, and what had been seen in nature, up until, you know, a few months ago, experimentally, <laughs> what had been seen in nature were the half, one, and two spin particles. Like electrons have spin a half, photons have spin one, the graviton has spin, spin two. Okay, but, but it turned out that, that studying in detail some of the properties of some of the other particles, cousins of the photon called the W and the Z particles that are related to the weak interactions, which are ultimately related to radioactivity, um, people discovered quantum mechanical difficulties. Again, you know, that they, that you ma- imagine taking this process, you take some particles, you bang them into each other, you have to k- predict the probability for what happens next, and if you just take these uh, the W and the Z particles, you did this. You do these electrons and photons. Everything is fine. The probability of, of them scattering is actually a fairly small number. It's around you know one in a thousand or one in ten thousand. Right. It's a fairly small number. If you do it with gravity, by the way, uh, at at very low energies where we can s- scatter them, uh, we can imagine scatter them in 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 in, in real life. Uh, these probabilities are really minuscule, uh, but, but one way of phrasing the difficulty of putting quantum mechanics and gravity together is that the probabilities grow with energy. Mm-hmm. And so when you get to very, very high energies, they start getting bigger than one, and again, you have a paradox. But it turns out that there's a similar problem. You, you scatter these uh, W and Z particles. You can do the calculation, and while the probability looks begins, starts off life looking small, just like it is for photons and other things, it actually grows with energy, and it becomes big again, just at an energy, you know, a factor of five, six higher than, than, than energies that, that, that we'd been to before. So that, that's very exciting. It means sure. that something new has got to happen right. uh, before this, 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 this disaster happens. And then you just enumerate the possibilities for what the new thing could be. The, 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 the new thing would have to involve you know, uh, some new particle that would change the sort of calculus of this, of this argument. You go through the list of possibilities. Can't be spin two, can't be spin three halves, can't be spin one, can't be spin a half. And, I mean, you have to rule them out, but there's a fairly simple way with some caveats of, of, of ruling them out until you're left with spin zero as, as the most, by far, the most reasonable thing that it could be. That's the Higgs, okay? This new spin zero particle that's there to solve the disease of the interactions uh, associated with, with the weak interactions. Um, it's the most, by far, the most reasonable thing, really, in, in a sense, when you go through it in more detail, the only thing it could be. Um, and you know everything about it, you know everything about how it has to interact with these particles, other ordinary particles, everything just from the condition of solving this disease. We know everything about it ahead of time. Now, now this is interesting because just thinking about the general principles, we had this big menu, which was not that big, but a, you know, relatively rich menu, zero, half, one, three halves and two for the possible be, spins. We'd no, only no. seen, we'd only seen one, you know, half at one and two. And now we have some just purely theoretical problem, nothing about the data, nothing about some, some, you know, some anomaly, some purely theoretical problem in how these uh, 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 associated with the, the, the W and Z particles and the, the weak interactions. And the only way of solving it within our you know, completely conservative <laughs> uh, theoretical toolbox is to say that we need the spin zero guy. This is, from one point of view, it's a very brave proposal. No one had ever seen something like that before, right? We'd never seen a particle like that before.
1: Yeah. On the other hand, it's, you could say it's inevitable. That exactly, it's but right. that's
0: that's and that's 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 a beautiful thing. That that, that 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 the principles are are constrained enough, that that we understand what the possibilities are, but they go beyond what we've seen. Mm-hmm. In, it. so okay, so so um, that there there's always two attitudes in in in. In how to proceed with with mysteries in in physics, I think it goes back to to, to john wheeler this the, these characterizations of ideas as radically conservative or conservatively radical okay? <laughs> conservative radicalism is the kind of is a dumb kind of radicalism it 's like what we 'll now do is list all the principles that we have and start throwing them out one at a time you know and that's how well look we're so brave we're we're, we're saying we're questioning relativity we don't care about the authority of Einstein or we're questioning quantum mechanics look i mean this is a sort of a stupid way of proceeding. Things have never really worked that way, and in any case, everyone knows that, that's, that you can list all the principles and start knocking them out one at sure. a time. But physics has never worked that way. In fact, we've not lost principles really ever. Um, the last time we were really seriously wrong about things was ma- maybe Ptolemy, <laughs> and and, uh, and 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 ever since then, uh, yeah, that you know, was, uh, that was, everything... that was seriously wrong. That, but that but was seriously wrong, and you know, uh, you can even argue that a little bit. I mean, it, but it was basically wrong. Right. Um, but really ever since then, everything, nothing has been wrong. Everything has been, uh, everything we've been understood more deeply has been replaced by something deeper. But even that, that, that the deeper understanding always breathes more life right. into what came before. Explains right. features of what came before more deeply. Right. Not, we've, we've never lost principles. But anyway, that's conservative radicalism. Radical conservatism is exactly the opposite. You take what you have, you push it to its very limits which often go vastly far away from, from where you started. I mean, quantum mechanics started off describing the hydrogen atom, and, right. you know, and, right. and now we're applying it you know, way, way, way far away to, to, to the place where it was originally born.
1: And, and vastly but far right. beyond, potentially, right. the what experiment, current experiment uh, can course, actually exactly. do. Of exactly.
0: But you, 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 so you, you take it as your first job to figure out what you can actually do, right. given the actual laws, given the, the what, 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 what they're like. The really good news for us is it's extremely constrained. It's, there's not much uh, we can do. But amazingly, it leaves open possibilities which have not actually been seen in nature yet. So we're, we're in a funny situation that nature could do certain things, and we've only seen it do a part of what it could actually do. Right. So the Higgs was the first example where, where we actually say, look, there's something it, it can do. We know it can do f- from 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 the top down. We know it can do, and it looks like it will solve a problem if we let it do it. and that's exactly the way the world works it's a, it's a it's a tremendous boost to, to, to this to of course it's a tremendous time for, for our experimental colleagues but it's a it's a real boost to this belief in principles this 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 belief in uh, you you take what you have you push it to its absolute mm-hmm. limits people are very excited by supersymmetry again that I find it it's it's frustrating in in sort of public discussions especially as it's not being discovered so far at the uh, LHC that, that, that the supersymmetry is, uh, is, is often portrayed as another one of these nymphs and dryads and, and leprechauns and other things some people like, some, 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 some people don't, don't like. Right. But, but, but to, to my thinking, supersymmetry is part of nature. It's part of nature in the sense that it's the last thing that, that actually nature can do, compatible with its principles of relativity and quantum mechanics that we have not seen.
1: But does that mean yeah. that nature must do
0: it? No, I mean no, it doesn't mean nature must do it. Uh, just like it didn't mean that nature necessarily had to choose the Higgs right. as, as, as 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 a possibility. Right. And people thought about crazier things and giving up the principles a, a, a lot more. But 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 the main reason theorists are excited about supersymmetry is that it is is that it completes this 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 menu of of, of actual possibilities. It's extremely constrained. There aren't sort of twelve different things that that that, that it could be. In fact. Uh, you know, uh, supersymmetry is, is is associated with that last spin that was missing in the picture I was telling you about. We went from zero, a half, right. one, three halves, and two. We'd only seen a half, one, and two. We've now seen the Higgs, which is zero. The one that's missing is three halves. And the only way it turns out for there to be a consistent theory, well, consistent with these general principles, that has a particle with spin three halves in it is for it to be supersymmetric and have all the all the properties that we expect of supersymmetric theories. So it's a completion. You know, that if we saw supersymmetry, it would mean that nature chose and realized uh, all the ways that it could be compatible with these uh, deep principles, and there aren't sort of 17 other things that 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 that, that we could have as well. Okay. So,
1: so, so I, I want to yeah. introduce you here. Uh, sorry, interrupt you. Uh, I haven't introduced you yet. Actually, yeah. but I want to <laughs> <laughs> interrupt you uh, and do a tiny little uh, diversion, uh, not because it's terribly relevant to what we're talking about directly, but because I'm sitting across from you. So I just want to know. I don't care whether the cameras are rolling or not. Would you, in terms of your view? Notwithstanding uh I know some of your work before and obviously you're very passionate about it, but your view as to when we could say estimate that well, supersymmetry is actually not the case, notwithstanding all the rest of this. Right. What how, what it would take for you and how long your best guess would be, and whether or not you would uh be prepared to wager any portion of your salary yeah, right. on, the, the, on,
0: this on is that. This is a this is this is a very very easy question, uh because um uh because Supersymmetry, as a general, as a, as a general symmetry, as an idea that's 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 realized somewhere at some energy scale, uh, is something that I would be willing to bet many years of salary on. Um, supersymmetry is something that will show up at the LHC. Is something that that I would not bet a year of salary on. Doesn't mean that I don't. I, I still think it's one of the sure. most plausible things that that that, that, that might happen. Um, so you think it uh, exists? Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I I I think it exists platonically. <laughs> I mean, supersymmetry, uh, it, you know, in, in I think all of these, all of these sort of consistent possible worlds, consistent with these general principles of relativity and quantum mechanics. I think, I mean, in in, in, in my mind, I think of them all as real. I think of them as as existing somewhere. They're 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 they're, they're the things that nature can do, compatible with these uh, deep principles. And and it's important that we know it. It's important that we know it exists. It's a big. It's a. It was a big breakthrough to realize that that that, that exists. And again. There, there are things that we arrive at thinking from general principles that are not just in front of our face from 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 experiment. Um, uh, but uh, but then there there are what from a from a very from a very deep fundamental point of view are details. But the details that matter tremendously for uh, for the relevance of some some of these things to a particle physics. Ultimately, the questions about about supersymmetry being realized at the LHC. Is related to a bigger question of whether whether the 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 the, the, the physics that, that we'll see will will reaffirm this idea that that, uh, that 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 the parameters and constants of nature aren't particularly special; they could be anything they want to be, in the world wouldn't change so much dramatically around us, or that they're very very finely adjusted. And if you change them a little bit, the world around us will change in a dramatic way. We don't know the answer to that question. I mean, that's that's really what's on the uh, that's really what's on the uh, chopping block at the LHC. Twenty years ago, everyone assumed that, of course, we wouldn't find these very sensitive, uh, these uh, 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 very finely adjusted parameters, and that we'd find some kind of new physics, supersymmetry, or something else that that that, that would explain, uh, that 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 would that would give us the so-called natural theory. Um, now, that very notion is 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 in doubt. We 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 might not. We we, we seem to see. Uh, at least possibly in uh, cosmology, another example of um, a very, very fine adjustment of parameters just to explain the basic question of why the universe is big and isn't explosively accelerating or curled up to a really minuscule size. So it could be that, that, that we learned that lesson from the LHC. We just don't know. That's why, we have to, that's why we're doing the experiment. That is a question that we don't know the answer to. Um, but, uh, but whether it's like that or, or, or uh, but whatever the answer to that question, um, whatever we do see is, uh, unless something truly, massively revolutionary and throwing everything that we have, all the success that we had before away is happening, which is, I think, extremely unlikely, um, that I'll be willing to bet all of my colleagues' salaries on To you know, (laughs) (laughs) all of our salaries, Uh, then what we're gonna see is still going to be something compatible with these basic principles. So I think that's the the remarkable thing. There's so few things that we can actually do. Um, We're in such a straitjacket uh, it's so hard to have any new ideas that aren't wrong that, 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 that if you do, you follow them up, uh, you take them seriously. It doesn't mean that they have to be realized in nature. But the menu of possibilities is not as humongous as people m- might think. There's a very small number of things that, that 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 could be going on, and we can arrive at figuring out what that small number of choices is, fr- largely from thought, <laughs> uh, given, given, given the, the, these given general those, things that, that, that we Exactly, but yeah.
1: So. A few, I guess it was a, a year or two ago. Um, there was this big uproar um, uh, as about the faster-than-light. Ah, yes, this is this is the other subject.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, this is the other thing I wanted to to mention. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Um, that,
1: so right. it seems to me, I'm going to turn it over to you in a sec. But it seems to me that there are a couple of interesting things to talk about there. On the in the first case, there is the the, the right of. Not not so much even the right, but the the excitement for a member of Joe Q Public right. who's, who's interested in science and right. says uh, and is captivated by this earthquake that maybe uh, something completely untoward has happened as right. an experimental discovery. I'd like to know more about this. And um, and then there's a sense. I mean, I, I heard a couple of physicists who who were complaining to me that there was there was a tremendous amount of. Of news that was given to wh- when this was officially announced, and there was not surprisingly considerably right. less news given given to right. when there was some understanding of what right. Had right. actually happened. Right. Um, but I, th- but it seems to me that this speaks to. Um, uh, this speaks to one of the core things that you're saying, because had this been true, of course you're jeopardizing one of these core principles. Right. You're going back to this idea of, uh, I can't remember whether it's conservative radicalism, or anyway, you're throwing out one it's of the- It's definitely one, an one
0: example one of conservative <laughs> radicalism, yeah. What? But, but I, I think it's actually, uh, it, the whole episode is a, it, first of all, it's a fantastic illustration of both how good science can work, um, uh, how, how crappy science works, <laughs> and also unfortunately how uh how how it's the it's the it's the more chaotic muddled um junky way of proceeding that permeates the public consciousness and and i think almost all the correct things i'm about to tell you about uh, about this this whole episode were not i mean some people said them not even quite as correctly as should have been said i i, I must say but did, did not remotely get as much press as all the as all the sure. as all the uh as all the really, uh, really shoddy sensationalism. So let's 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 think about what 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 happened there. Um, you know, so this uh, this experimental collaboration reports a one part in hundred thousand uh, deviation in the speed of neutrinos from the speed of light. So it sounds like a tiny effect, right? That that that, that neutrinos are going one part in hundred thousand faster than light over this distance that they uh, they uh, traversed. Um, and uh, so, so, first of all, so how is this, uh, how is this report? First of all, this is an incredible thing, you can go faster than light. And, um, and uh, the skeptical physicists were largely described as sort of people refusing to s- challenge the orthodoxy of big old Al, uh, you know, sure. looking down on us, wagging his finger and telling us, don't, don't you dare, don't you go there, There, go fast, faster than light. Um, now, in actual fact, uh, first of all, just, just as a little uh, a little sociological fact about the way science works, physics works, um, especially to a you know to a to a to a to a youngish person, uh, you know, finding something that's actually right, that's sort of truly sensational like this, is the greatest thing that could ever happen to you. So you know, no one you know, no one wants to suppress something like this. You know, sure. far 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 from it. Right. <laughs> so, um, and also. Uh, precisely because it's an example of one of these dumb, conservatively radical things, uh, people had not only imagined that, that the speed of light—that uh, that we could have different speeds for different particles—that relativity could be violated in this way. That not only imagined it, but good physicists, good theoretical physicists, and experimental physicists had done a lot of work. There was a there was a nice industry, a small industry, but industry people who had responsibly gone about, you know. Uh, uh, characterizing how you'd look for it. You right. know? Over a fairly long period of time. Over a fairly long period of time, that really started in the early to mid-90s. Mid, mid um, and there, there's a number of groups. There's a group of uh, of, uh, of, uh, uh, of, of a very fine physicist that uh, Indiana, Alan Kosolecki, um and also you know, very famous physicists like uh, Shelley Glashow and Sidney Coleman worked on the subject in, in, in the mid-90s as well. And there's actually two, uh, there, 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 there are two tracks. One of them, was very much along the lines of let's just see well, maybe these effects are there let's just try to first parameterize them let's try to figure out how we would how we would uh, describe them in our in our right. in uh, in some in some robust language that allows us to make experimental predictions and correlate different possible experiments with each other on the one hand um, so that's one thing that people try to do another thing people try to do is try to see if there's any actually decent underlying theoretical structure that might Accommodated, and uh, and, I, and this uh, the, the, the second thing is something that many people did some work on. I did I did some some work on around uh, eight eight years ago or so. Um, the really interesting thing is when you try to put this uh, the interesting to to a theorist when it's trivial, it's important and it's some work to do and so on. But it's conceptually straightforward to parameterize these effects. That that's that's not hard. But every time you try to get them from some any kind of underlying consistent framework that doesn't. Badly mess up other things, uh, you fail, and um, and you know sometimes you've got to ask relatively uh, ask relatively deep questions. Ultimately, questions about black holes and whether whether black hole horizons make sense if they have a if it's compatible to uh, if it's if you can associate a notion of a temperature with them the way Hawking did in a way that's compatible with the laws of the second law of thermodynamics. You know, some some sort of deep things are or what's ultimately obstructs right. finding sensible. Uh, uh, finding really sensible theories that would allow you to violate uh, special relativity in this way. Anyway, that was one, I think, an interesting kind of theoretical activity that, that, that made it clear why it was so hard to actually do this. But meanwhile, independent of, uh, of how that went, there are the people parametrizing what, what these effects could be, mm-hmm. very responsibly putting their Boy Scout caps on and figuring out how you could violate relativity. Far before any of these experiments, anyone had done any of this stuff. Now, the reason why all of us were sure this result had to be wrong was not, therefore, because we had never entertained the possibility that Einstein might be wrong, or exactly the opposite. <laughs> and that's what was so frustrating about it. We had entertained it so well. We had thought about it so much in such detail, so responsibly, that we knew it was impossible to have an effect as humongous as they found. <laughs> a part in 100,000 sounds like a big effect. But all the other, viola- all the other limits on violations of uh, Lorentz invariance, uh, special relativity, were you know much more stringent? You know, one part in ten to the ten, one part in ten to the fifteen, one part in ten to the twenty, just way off from from these humongous size effects that 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 they were finding. So um, so that was a a big source of uh, frustration. We knew it had to be wrong. Right. Uh, people assumed that we knew it had to be wrong because we didn't want to question these uh, these, these underlying principles, which is also true. I mean, it, it's also true in the sense that we know you, you give up a lot if if if, if you do it, but. But not we're not realistic. ideologues. You right. know, we, we, you know we, we know that's true, but we prepare for the possibility. And we study it in so much detail that we know it cannot possibly be right, compatible with all the other experimental results we've had all this time. Right. So, so what happened then? You know, what, what, why did no one tell them? You know, why weren't they more skeptical about what happened? Well, it's because, uh, you, you know, that it's, just, it's just a sad story all around. I mean, that there, there, were, there, there were some papers written by, by theorists who had not thought about this stuff deeply, they didn't know the literature very well. Mostly there were theorists who would talk to these experimentalists and were trying to you know, motivate them to do a measurement like this by saying, hey, you might see an effect as big as a part in 100,000 and it's compatible with everything we know. <laughs> so you didn't do your damn job. <laughs> you know, it's not compatible with everything that, uh, that, that is actually known. Yeah. But uh, so that was a little vicious circle that okay. they sort of uh, reinforced each other. And then then, of course, uh, you know it, it comes out they, they see an effect that, that that that's so big and because in these junky theory papers, um, very careless theory papers that motivated the experimentalists, the main experimental constraint that they talked about was the fact that light that the super that the neutrinos from the supernovae arrived you know uh, we got a, we got a whole bunch of uh, Neutrinos from a supernova that went off in uh, one thousand, nine hundred and eighty-seven, and we know that they didn't go much faster than the speed of light because they, because you know, when 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 they arrived. Okay. Yep. Um, actually, interestingly, they arrived, arrived a little earlier than, than the light, but that's uh, that 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 that's that's not because they're 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 going faster. Anyway, it, it was understood, so we knew that that there was no effect there. So that was the one effect that they talked about. This really crappy theory paper that was that turned into the thing that all the journalists, all the science reporters everywhere said. Well, you know, maybe 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 there was a constraint on this effect. We would have seen something from the supernova uh, already. you know that was neither here nor there. That constraint was trivial to evade that constraint had nothing to do with the reasons why people who knew what was going on uh, what was going on were, were, were skeptical about the result. but none of the responsible things that again had been done for like ten fifteen years actually actually made it out you know so that uh, so i think I think it 's a great example of how. You know, uh, the, again, it's the, it's the flip side. It's, it's the flip side of the rigidity is fragility. And both rigidity and and, and, and fragility have great predictive power in, in telling you what to expect. In the case of the Higgs, we could predict something positive. There had to be this spin zero particle there ahead of time. It has a couple like this. It has to be seen in that channel in this way. You know, it's written, this theory is invented by, you know, the 10 people 50 years ago. It's, it's such a natural idea. And 50 years later, it shows up in an experiment exactly where it's supposed to be. That is remarkable, on the one hand. So it allows you to predict positive things, but it's also true there are things that are impossible. There are things that, oh, well, you know, it, it, there's everything we, all we ever traffic with in science is degrees of certainty. But, but but when we say impossible, we mean uh, uh, so improbable that uh, that uh, uh, it, it's as improbable as anything else that, that you would want to think is improbable, ESP, you know, like... Uh, um, so and 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 so we knew in, in the case of the faster than light neutrinos, not because of ideology, not because of blind deference to Einstein, but because of actually solid work right. that that the effect couldn't couldn't be there, and that that story didn't get out at all. So yeah. the next time,
1: the next time something like this happens, and there will be a next time, of right. course. Uh, what should so na- let's suppose I'm uh, whatever I'm the I'm, I'm the editor of. Of some newspaper, I'm in charge of the science section. I'm sending out. What 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 should the message be to reporters? What should the message be to the members of the general public in terms of uh, the, the, these sorts of things?
0: I think. I mean, uh, I don't think that there has to be a sort of a monolithic message. Um, I think. Uh, I think. Um, uh, again, uh, it, 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 it's an aspect of, of how. Uh, of how the science is actually done, and a, a little bit about even the sociology of the, how, the science is done, how the science is done, which I think would be useful for, for, for people to know. No one is out to suppress rebellious ideas. Exactly the opposite. You know, like, it's the way you make your name in the subject sure. of some sure. even moderately rebellious idea has even a modicum of truth associated with it. So no one is out there trying to uh, uh, suppress r- rebellious ideas. But we're in this... We're in this very, very tight straitjacket. We, 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 you know, we're not going to, at the drop of a hat, destroy this entire incredible structure that we've built up over four, four, four centuries, unless there's a really good reason for it. And, and almost always, experimental or theoretical challenges to the structure are bound to fail, um, and they will fail. Uh, and you shouldn't be surprised that they fail. And you shouldn't take, uh, or people shouldn't take uh, skepticism as as evidence of uh, turf protection. It's it's really evidence of the of you know of uh, of of the great uh, of the fact that we have this this not just one or two things that work, but we have this entire sort of castle that we built over, over over centuries that 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 works, um, and uh, so um, so so things that sound like the like the sort of conservative uh, viewpoint aren't a bunch of fuddy duddies uh who can't who don't want to uh, uh you know who don't want to start over um, and uh and uh you know no, nothing would be more deliriously exciting than 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 needing to uh than well i i take that that back a little bit i mean of course it would be it would be it would be uh it would be amazing if we really were as wrong as Ptolemy was wrong and we have to s- start all over but I think that's just incredibly unlikely to be true. Mm-hmm. We, we, we've gone through so many revolutions now which have had this amazing feature. I mean, nothing could be more, nothing could be stranger and more remarkable than going from classical mechanics to a quantum mechanics. Right. But even that transition, you know, once you understood quantum mechanics, you're like, aha, there are these features of classical mechanics that make sense now because of, uh, never mind even that, never mind that the classical mechanics is wrong. But it's it's embedded in this in this bigger structure in a way right. that in explains connections between different ways of thinking about classical mechanics that we didn't understand before. Right. Um, so uh, we, we we so it would be astonishing to me if 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 the entire you know if the entire structure is just, 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 just right. well, pulled a out from it it again, it's our, our a sense of feet. convergence, right. of course. Right. But 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 that that but that doesn't mean that we're, uh, there are things we don't understand. We're going to have big surprises. It's likely that the principles are going to get are going to get uh, Switched around again. I actually think one of the big, big things that's gonna that should happen in, in the 21st century. Um, everyone says that you know uh, that 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 the next really big things we have to understand in uh, in, in, in in fundamental physics in at least our part of theoretical physics is we have to understand where space time comes from in a more fundamental sense. And we may even have to understand deeper things about about quantum mechanics. Quantum mechanics is unlikely to be wrong, but there are situations where it doesn't tell us what to do. Uh, there are confusing questions in cosmology where we ultimately don't know how to apply right. quantum mechanics. It's not that it's wrong, it's just sort of impotent to, 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 to tell us how to make, make sense of, of questions. So it may need some kind of extension to uh, situations like that, potentially. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about that one. I'm, I'm a lot more sure, I think most people are a lot more sure about the emergence of spacetime from something deeper. But regardless, that's the sort of next thing, which is I think uh, the next really big uh, set of questions that, that, that's going to dominate uh, uh, the, uh, the 21st century. And, and I think uh, one of the things that, sh- that we'll hopefully understand when, 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 we, when, we, when we know uh, more how this works is, is why it is that these two big ideas of relativity and quantum mechanics seem to fight each other so much on the one hand, which is why the world is so constrained, but on the other hand, you know, they, they, they also go so, so wonderfully together. You know right. that, that uh, In fact, it, it's, uh, it, it's, a, it, it's a remarkable fact that in a world that did not have quantum mechanics, it would be easy to imagine modifying relativity somehow by a little bit hmm. and having it look <laughs> more or less like, like relativity at, at macroscopic distances, but it would, it would depart from it at very short distances. Similarly, in a world without relativity, it's really easy to modify quantum mechanics. Um, it's each one that buttresses the right. other, in a very strange way. And, and on the other hand, uh, in a really uh, remarkable way. Um, but on the other hand, you know, as handed down to us by Einstein and, and Bohr and Heisenberg and Schrodinger and Dirac and, and all these people, we take, we take the laws that's handed down to us by our ancestors, we try to put them together, and that's this big jam that we get in, and it's so hard to make consistent things, and we come up with these tiny menus, and it's incredibly fertile and powerful, that that's all all we can do, but it's mysterious that that they that in the way that they're handed to us they fight each other so much, or behind the scenes they seem to be, <laughs> that they, they, they seem to be helping each other so much.
1: So it's it's, it's almost like there's a structure thing. My last question to you I've taken up a lot of your time uh, and you've been very generous, but I will have to take the lights out of your <laughs> office. <laughs> <laughs> but I I do want to know. Uh, so just before I get to my my last question, and I'm, I'm sure you can see it coming, it, it's th- there is some sense as to maybe even the structural mechanism behind this at some meta-level, and, and I had read somewhere, um, so this is a specific question followed by a general one, uh, that you were, um, sorry, I, I have no knowledge of this whatsoever, but I'd read somewhere that you were looking at some aspects of the, dynamic of gauge theory, the dynamics of gauge theories right. with, with actually things that have to do with the Riemann hypothesis, and I, 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 which struck me as, as, well, first of all, something I have absolutely no understanding of whatsoever. Um, but uh, maybe rather than talking specifically about that, uh, which I'd actually like to ask you a question about afterwards, but uh, so let me get slowly, and this is where editing, you see, comes in handy.
0: Yes, let me. Yes. Even question. our cameraman's like, so, uh, so yeah. <laughs> you, you're boring, you're a cameraman. Come so, on, come on, come on. So the question, yeah. the, the,
1: the question that I'd like to conclude with is, given all of this, what excites you the most right now? And what are you most passionate about? And where? Uh, what are you willing to... To at least think about betting another year's salary on, and, and where are you where are you where are you moving? Yeah, well, we're
0: I mean, you know, the, 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 there's something which which everyone acknowledges is exciting. I think is amazingly exciting, and it's just true we're in some decade of discovery now experimentally. So there, 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 there there's no doubt about that. We have the LHC. We have all these uh, we have these uh, uh, exper- astrophysics cosmology experiments. You know. Um, the, the, the sort of pickup in the pace of uh, just having to deal with like buzz from experiments and you know little clues and rumors here and there is just is like nothing that, that I saw in the previous decade. So that that everyone knows about, I think it's true, and uh, and I'm I'm I am definitely uh, I'm definitely excited about it. I'm keeping track of it, um, and uh, and we'll have some answers to some of the questions that that we care about. I think that that is really important to know. The, 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 the question of whether there is sort of fine-tuning at work, uh, ultimately in explaining the the, the the length scale associated with the weak interactions, this is a question we will have, you know, not a complete definitive answer, but but we will have, you know, I will be willing to bet ultimately years of summary on the answer to that question, given what we hear from, uh, given what we hear from, from the LHC by 2015, 2016, 2017, uh, something like that. Um, so that that's that's that that that's all uh, going along, um, uh, but what wh- what is it what is it uh, you know what has excited me a lot over the past uh, three or four years, um, is uh, is really a sort of a, a, a it's a kind of a general strategy for trying to attack some of these um, uh, for trying to attack some of these deeper questions that we're not likely to get any direct hint from experiment on. You know, where does space-time come from? Um, and uh, I don't know if the strategy is right. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's the best strategy for, uh, for, for attacking this question, but it seems like a strategy for it. That the sort of qualitative strategy got me very excited a number of years ago, and, and, and I've been working concretely along, along the, the, these lines ever since, which I'll, which I'll explain. Um, and I should say, I mean, there's lots of other things going on, you know, along roughly similar lines, and I'm, I'm a sort of newcomer to this business relative to a lot of other people who have been doing great things for uh, for, for, for one or two, two, two decades uh, in this general kind of direction. But but let me say what the sort of qualitative strategy is. And then, uh, um, so, you know, uh, we're convinced that space-time doesn't exist. It has to be replaced by something else. What do you actually do? You know, what, 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 what do you do with that? Yeah. Um, You can't wake up in the morning and say, today I will work on emergent space time and sit on your desk and, you know, and and what? It's like the answer to my 12-year-old question, right? You know, like, uh, you want to know, you want to know about, uh, you know, what space time really is, but you can't just keep writing down what is space time, what is space time (laughs) on your piece of paper. It's not, it's not a, you need something to actually do. You need a little, uh, you need need some concrete handle for, for how to proceed. That is the most difficult part of this whole business. We know what the big problems are. We know, you know, there are philosophies that guide us. You know, all those things are are there. The most difficult part is not that. Everyone has that. Everyone knows that. The most difficult part is to find the little chink in the armor of the problem that's going to allow you to go in through the side (laughs) and somehow start making making some progress on it. Um, uh, The thing that we've discovered is that uh, uh, really ever since quantum mechanics – We've discovered that we have to be led to the answer by the answer. <laughs> you know, we, we, we can't just flat out jump right. to, to the final formulation. Uh, the progress is incremental in the sense that there's, there's truth sitting there. And, uh, and the wonderful thing about truth is that it's a great attractor. All you have to do is to get somewhere in its vicinity, <laughs> somewhere in its vicinity and it also, not fight it. It. also <laughs> not fight it. Also not fight it. Those are two things. And then you'll eventually get, get sucked, sucked towards it. I think that this is something which um, I think if more people, just parenthetically, if more people realize this, I think we'd get many more uh, people interested in doing physics and actually doing it, because um, uh, having the truth out there as a friend uh, and something that you, <laughs> that you're sort of looking for and trying to head towards is a tremendous leveler of the playing field when it comes to talent, you know, inclination. Are you strong mathematically? Not strong mathematically? You know. Uh, um, uh, Having nature as a guide and, and, and a friend makes a makes a humongous difference because people have vastly different levels of talent and you know of course you have to be very dedicated uh, um, but uh, but still I mean, you can have very very you can be fast fast worker slow worker you know um, all of these things sort of pale to being somewhere in the vicinity of the right answer. Uh, and it's like you, you know, you, you you have this thing as 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 a friend, and it just keeps telling you what, what what to do next, and and you just have to sort of head head towards there, figure out some way of uh, of getting there, and uh, and just sort of keep at it, you know, keep keep at the, keep asking, uh, uh, keep following the important questions, and uh, and you know, see the light sort of through the through the through the through the thicket. And, and get closer and closer to it. Um, uh, I've, I've felt this, my, you know, that the, 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 the few things I've done I- in my career that I think are, are worth even something small um, I have very much had this, 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 this feeling to them. You know, y- we're not inventing things. There are things that are out there. And, you know, we're sort of wandering around and, and, and we have to be sensitive to their presence. But, uh, but, but then, it's, as soon as you know they're there, it doesn't much matter if you have a bulldozer or if you have a, just a machete. Or even a little crappy knife to like <laughs> go go through the thicket, you 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 you'll get there. Um, so, um, but but it's important to get it in its in its vicinity. So this right. is what I'm what I'm what I'm trying to say. You can't just sort of st- sure. stand outside the forest and say, in there somewhere is this great fountain of truth. <laughs> you know that I mean you have to you have to go there and you have to like get scraped up and like go down the wrong road and say no. That wasn't actually, uh, you know, that that wasn't actually beacon. It was just someone's flashlight that they had dropped on their way to the beacon, <laughs> and, and things, things, things like that. So, um, uh, so you have to have something to do. You have to have some some concrete angle in into the problem. And you know, the most obvious angles into difficult problems is experiment, but we don't have that, right? So we, we, we don't have that for this question of where space time comes from. We're not going to do experiments up at the Planck scale sure. anytime soon. So the, the sort of general thought I had is what 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 did we do that, that we've been through a similar huge conceptual leap before when we went from classical to quantum mechanics? Um, it's hard to imagine a bigger leap than that. You know, the world we thought was deterministic—it's not deterministic anymore. Um, and 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 I imagine what it would be like. Um, I sort of give this example when I when I give colloquia on the subject. I imagine what it would be like if you're. A, if you're a classical physicist in the year 1790 or something, you know, you're, you're uh, working away and using Newton's laws to solve right. problems of planets, and stuff, planets like and stuff like that. And you're visited in the middle of the night by the ghost of theorist future, okay, who says, uh, I have a message for you from the year 1930. Determinism is gone, okay, and they disappear into the night as ghosts of theorist future are wont to do. <laughs> so... Um, obviously you 're very excited by this. What are you going to do with this information right, right. that uh, um, uh, um and
1: how does it change uh, your work? Exactly, on, on, on exactly, planets, exactly.
0: So how, how does it change what, what 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 you're doing? How are you going to incorporate this? Uh, you, you right. Obviously, you want to head towards this sure. deep, important thing that that, that that's that's going to come centuries from now. Maybe even get there beforehand, and you'll publish a paper before the ghost of theorist future visits the next guy. You okay, know, we can <laughs> and, uh, get into the time Right, travel right, thing exactly. Later. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> but, uh, but um, yeah, that 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 it's a bad example for that reason. <laughs> but anyway, uh, um, but but actually. Uh, uh, you you could do various things. You say, okay, determinism is gone, so I'm going to take Newton's law and I'm going to add random crappy terms right. to them that break right. determinism. That's an example of conservative radicalism, right? right? Say, aha, right. I'm not so high bound to Newton's uh, strict determinism. Look how right. radical and brave I am. I'm going to add these uh, random crappy non-deterministic terms. And you're very unlikely to get anywhere doing that. And the right answer looks nothing like that. That's right. right? Now, but it's really hard to even conceive of what sure. the right answer looks like, sure. right? You know, I mean, we have to invent all of these, the entire the framework changes. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know, you have to talk about wave functions and Hilbert spaces and all this stuff. <laughs> You're never going to get to that. So is it hopeless? You, know, you could say, oh, well, I need more, more clues from experiment. You could wait, like, you know, uh, you could wait uh, over a century and start getting some some clues from, 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 from experiment. But there is something that you can do. There is something you can do is say, look, if there's no determinism really, there has to be some way of talking about even the physics I have now under my feet in a way that, that, doesn't, put in somehow. that, that doesn't put in determinism. It can't really be there. Yeah. So there must be some way of talking about my physics right now yeah. that doesn't have determinism. in it. This I think is, I mean, and that's a very startling thing, but now, now you see you're on a straight and narrow path because you're not trying to guess the right answer. You're not trying to just mess with things uh, uh, randomly. You're trying to take this clue uh, to, to force you to think about what you have under your feet in a radically different way. Now it turns out there is that second way of thinking about good old fashioned classical physics. It's the, it's the idea that uses the principle of least action. To say that a particle goes from one point to another, imagining that it takes all possible paths and sure. it takes the path that minimizes the average of the kinetic minus potential energy along the path that it takes. And in fact, the people who discovered the principle of least action were really startled by it philosophically, precisely because it looked so unlike right. Newton's laws. It wasn't deterministic. It didn't look deterministic, but of course, it was just a rewriting in the end. It was equivalent to uh, Newton's laws. This is one of the, you know, it's in fact one of Feynman's examples when he talks about this remarkable fact that you can take one set of theories and talk right. about it in so many radically different ways. And it's important to learn all the ways of talking about it, because only some of them might be better suited to the next level of uh, reality. In this case, we now understand why it is that the principle of least action exists. And it's because of quantum mechanics. The world is actually quantum mechanical. (laughs) It isn't deterministic. And indeed, this basic philosophy is correct. In the limit, as you can ignore quantum mechanical effects, uh, the the quantum formulation of the physics reduces to this new way of thinking about classical physics, which is the principle of least action.
1: But you needed to have the framework first, or you, need, you needed to... Th- th- that's that's the right way of looking at it, I right. guess, is... Right, is, is,
0: is right. So, so, so I'm saying that it's not quite the way the history happened. No, no, no but, but that, that doesn't but matter, because the history right. also
1: didn't happen with this guy that came exactly, from the future. Exactly, so But, but yeah. I'm saying,
0: but, but, yeah. but, it's, but it's some way that that, that yeah. you might imagine, you might imagine if you knew you had to lose determinism, you're not going to guess the right answer. But, uh, but, no. but, but work that you could do, w- and actually go to work and do something, right, is say, look, damn it, these are Newton's laws, but I need to f- think about Newton's laws in a new and way. And then come, up with, come, up, and then with come up with the principle of least action.
1: Huh. Okay? That's really smart.
0: Now, I think we're in a very similar situation today. It's space-time. We don't have ghosts of theorists' future, but we have these thought experiments that tell us that space-time isn't really there. And so... Uh, so and you,
1: haven't, you haven't actually been visited by the ghosts of, of theorists'
0: future. If I have, we'll have to do another interview about <laughs> that. You know, but... Uh, um, but um, uh, so, you looking but, at space time. But yeah, but, but we have all these thought experiments right. that, that tell us that, right. that space time can't be fundamental. Um, and so, what can we do about it? And in particular, I mean, we've made a huge amount of progress. My, my colleagues here at the Institute made a huge amount of progress with this uh, idea of holography right. that, that gives us a first example of what this idea of emergent space time might look like. But, but you know, as I said, I think that this idea is the culmination of 20th century physics by showing that all the threads of 20th century physics are unified. But we really need 21st century ideas, I think, uh, uh, in order to, to to deal with the next step. We have to understand where time comes from, in particular. Um, and physics, if nothing else, for hundreds of years has been about describing how systems evolve in, in time. Losing time is not a small thing. Um, and that's why you can't just come to your desk and say, oh, today I'll work on emergent spacetime space time." But, but the idea is to try to describe the physics under our feet. Nothing nothing new, nothing coming out of the experiments, Nothing. Uh, just actual quantum field theory, this union of relativity and quantum mechanics, to try to describe in a way that doesn't put in those principles as the starting point but somehow has them uh, emerge. Um, so, uh, and, and so it's a, it's a two-step process. First, you have to figure out how to do that. <laughs> um, that would be like finding the principle of least action. Then, even a bigger creative leap would be to figure out how it's deformed somehow sure. uh, and, and go go, go, go t- to, to, to the next level. So that's 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 a general philosophy. It says that there are clues to what comes next that's hiding, you know, in plain sight, uh, underneath our noses in the structure of physics that we know for a fact works, but we have to reinterpret it and and, and understand it properly. What's kind of extraordinary is that th- this is all very highfalutin sort of uh, BS. Um, but what what's amazing is that when you actually study what happens, you know, in good old fashioned uh, quantum field theories, you find that it's been screaming out to be thought of in a different way. Because you know, if you actually do calculations for, uh, you know, the calculations that we're talking about, you, you, you scatter an electron and a photon, they come in, an electron and a photon comes out. Um, okay, uh, how, do we, how do we calculate things like that? Well, Feynman taught us how to do that famously. He, he, he taught us to draw these these pictures in space time, his Feynman diagrams. Um, and you, you, you sort of draw lots and lots of different processes. Um, each one of those processes describes a picture of what happens in space-time. So it's tied firmly sure. to, to, to space-time and the right. idea that interactions are, you know, take place at points in space and time. And it's quantum mechanical, so you have to sum over all the possible ways it could happen. Right. And that's it. So that's, so figuring that out made Feynman famous. Essentially what, what he did was, was figure out how to uh, talk about quantum mechanics and relativity in a way that all the principles were manifest simultaneously. People didn't know how to do that before, but thanks to Feynman we figured out how to do that. Um, but when you start looking at slightly more complicated processes, just the one that I, that, that, that I talked about, there's a humongous increase in complexity of what the actual diagrams look like. There are tons of diagrams. Expressions are 20, 30, 50, 80, 100 pages long. But people discovered originally by lots of tricks that the final answers were, could fit on one line. But they're astonishingly simple. These 100 pages would collapse to, uh, to just a, 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 a few terms. And that has been a hint. That's been a hint, like I said, sitting under our noses for 60 years in completely standard physics. There's some other way of thinking about things. There must be some other way of thinking about things. Some of the work that you were talking to before, some of the work that I've been doing with uh, many, many uh, uh, collaborators over the past number of years is actually discovering some really remarkable new mathematical structures that seem to be sitting underneath this physics, there, there, there is a way of talking about the physics that doesn't put in space-time, doesn't put in quantum mechanics, gets the answers out uh, in a very direct way, and that way involves a whole host of really new interesting structures in mathematics that are even new to the mathematicians, um, in parts of mathematics that have never had anything to do with physics before but instead are there related to algebraic geometry and number theory and ultimately, not very directly, but ultimately a, s- a s- sequence of conjectures and ideas that were developed in response to trying to make sense of the Riemann hypothesis. Well, so once you're we in your number before. theory, presumably right. it's not but, so but that's, but that's one of the really exciting things. I mean, you know, for a long time we've been wondering, you know, the number theory is the sort of one of the deepest parts of mathematics. Why has it never had anything to do with physics? Right. But, 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 uh, but there, there seems to be some really deep subterranean connection there. And it's all about, the reason it's been hidden is because we're insisting on describing physics in a way that made space-time and quantum mechanics manifest in our face. And there, and we're not there yet, we're not completely done, but but there's completely clearly now sort of fantastic new structures, which are, again, they're not speculative, it's just talking about standard, standard physics, right. but in a very different way. Hmm. And I'm, I'm hopeful that, it'll, that it will go somewhere, sort of more generally beyond the very special, simple theories that we're starting with to try to understand in this way, but it's revealing something deep about the way nature actually works. That I, I would be thrilled if we find some way of talking about all of standard physics, not just sort of toy models that we're looking at, but all the standard physics in a way that doesn't put space-time in, doesn't put quantum mechanics in, and gets, gets, gets the answers out. Uh, um, and ultimately then, if we really understand it, we'll have the beginning of an understanding of a starting point which we can see the emergence of space-time and the quantum mechanics. In 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 some simple situations, we, we, we really understand it now. Uh, really, but uh, but um, so these but are these are toy models. So. They're, they're 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 toy models in the sense that that they're they're supersymmetric theories with maximal supersymmetry and in a certain limit where, where the where where you, where you don't look at the most complicated quantum corrections, only these leading quantum corrections and so on. But there are genuinely quantum mechanical relativistic theories. Where you can, where you can sort of formulate it from the beginning using totally different ideas, completely different ideas, and then discover, oh my goodness, look, it's local. Oh my goodness, look, it, it, is at up to one. Um, so we're starting to see that. We're starting to see that, and 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 so I'm I'm very excited about that particular line of investigation. But I'm I'm more, uh, more generally, I'm 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 optimistic about this general strategy, which is to mine. What we have underneath our feet for theoretical data, <laughs> right. um, and try to understand it as as deeply as as, as we can. This has paid off what, when when really big conceptual steps were needed. This has paid off time and time again. You know, Einstein wasn't uh, wasn't focusing on the latest experimental result when he thought about relativity. You know, far he had he had it. far right. far from it. There are these two deep things. There's Galileo the notion of relativity, and Maxwell said that that the laws of nature were local, and he struggled with making these two things fit and it's really a small modification of Galilean relativity to make it consistent with the principle of uh, locality. Yeah. And that's what le- led to special relativity, or the equality of inertial mass and gravitational mass, uh, uh, something else. So sitting there is just a feature of Newton's law that he decided to make a, a big deal of and, and, and understand in a deeper way. And as we just said, um, even though people don't normally talk about it like this, I think quantum mechanics was presaged in classical physics, very much so <laughs> sitting there in the existence of these other strange formulations. Really understanding deeply why they exist and where they came from was, was the clue to, to the fact that the quantum mechanics actually existed. So, so um, you know, uh, it, it, it's, not a, it's not a controversial statement that the physics, the, the nature has very few good ideas. It recycles them in subtle and interesting ways <laughs> uh, over and over again. And, uh, and it's our job to understand how that works. Um, but this is, I think, a very concrete strategy to proceed. It's not speculative. There's right and wrong. <laughs> You know, you, you can figure out if you have a new whiz bang way of calculating all these things and understanding them. You'd better agree with what everyone else has done before. Mm. Um, there is there is constraints and tests on whether what what, what you do is, is is correct or not. And I think it's a sort of sure footed path in this rough direction of this uh, of what I think is the truth in this case, which there really isn't space time. There probably is some extension of quantum mechanics, and we need we need to sort of get there from some. Uh, from, from, in, an, in, an, in an interesting route.
1: Uh, well, I think this is a very clear explication not only of your beliefs, how that's manifested in what you're doing now, but also what, what you do all day.
0: Yes, so. indeed, yeah, right, right, <laughs>
1: yes. So thanks very much for your time, it's been, uh, it's been great.
0: Thanks a lot. Thanks.
1: I hope you enjoyed this reformatted podcast. As mentioned at the outset, this conversation is also available both as an individual ebook. And as part of the ebook and paperback conversations about physics, volume one, along with separate discussions with Arthur Eckert, Tony Leggett, David Politzer, and Paul Steinhardt. Those interested in more information about Ideas Roadshow are directed to ideasroadshow.com. While those who are curious about me and other projects I'm involved in are recommended to visit howardburton.com. Thanks very much for listening, and I hope you'll tune into another Ideas Roadshow podcast on the New Books Network soon. We release a new one each Wednesday.